What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode 34. As always, I am James. Hello, I'm Joseph. And this is it for this now. Is it. And, you know, we are here today to celebrate it is what what is what is today's date it's like january 8th right yep january 9th of 20 2021 folks if you're listening we made it through 2020 the year is over we're done with it it's gone and uh you know this podcast today is really just going to be about a reflection over it um it's going to be me me and james myself and james james and i uh because jared isn't here and i'm sure he would correct my grammar at Definitely some, would. At some point, if he was here, uh, Aaron may j- chime in halfway through this. We don't know. Uh, he may, may or may not be here. Um, but yeah, James, uh, we're, we're done with the year of hell, as it has been described. How do you feel? The year of hell, agony, misery, however you want to, you know, refer to it. It is what it is. It was a terrible year, but it kind of ended in a. On a positive note, <laughs> some some would say it was positive. If you haven't been alive the past few weeks, then uh, you're out of the out of the loop. But if you if you've been uh, on social media, you have seen this video of a man slapping using another an man. assault weapon. It's been categorized as an assault weapon. I, I'm now in, I'm enjoying one right now, as a matter of fact. And the guy just totally. Knocked the dude to the floor with a twisted T for good reason. I mean, the guy deserved it. <laughs> He's a piece of shit, but uh, to say the least. Um, typical guy that we probably went to high school with, right? That, yeah, that, just that was just that typical beat. white trash that that think. What's funny is the guy is obviously uh, acting like he's hood. He is. He is very he's, put it, much putting on an act. But he's being very vehemently racist as well. Um, and credit to the guy for holding it back for as long as he did. Yeah. Because a lot of people probably, the first derogatory word or term slur thrown their way, they would have lost it. And he kind of he collected himself. He was just kind of trying to keep his composure, and then it just... It just broke loose, and I don't blame the guy at all. No, no, I, you know, I, you, a hard R or A, whatever you want to say, you, as a white person, you can't say that. Never. And uh, he uh, just smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm the, surprised he got back up. After yeah, that. Dude, I, so right now, I did this for uh, scientific purposes, by the way. Uh, I bought a uh, Twisted tea, and I have it right here in my hand. Uh, it, it is it is on safety. The safety is on. Um but pour, uh, pour me a little bit of that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. We gotta get the gotta get the ambience here. There we go. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> um, Kick ass in a can. Yeah, and you know what's funny is the lady that I, when I bought this at a, at M and R liquor, she was like, "Now I gotta I gotta ask you, are you using this as a weapon for self defense?" <laughs> and I said, "Absolutely. <laughs> I keep that motherfucking thing on me. <laughs> you gotta keep one unopened wherever you are." And it, it's, it serves as the ultimate form of protection. I just think it's funny that the year ends on a meme and uh, because 2020 itself was a meme. 
You know what I mean? It was from beginning to end. It, as bad as you want to look about it, jokes were made throughout this entire year about all the bad stuff, which I'm always an advocate of. I, I can find humor in any situation. Um, call that being an asshole, uh, you know, but I, I, I think you have to make light of some of this stuff, especially if things didn't affect you personally and, 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 uh, hit home. I, you know, obviously if you lost somebody to COVID-19 this year, our thoughts are with you and your Definitely, family. Yeah. Um, me and James both experienced the disease. It was terrible. Um, I don't want to catch it again. And it, no, it's not a joke. And, and if you still think it is, uh, Good luck to you because somebody odds are somebody you know is going to die of this. It's just it, they're. I think they're saying one in five people in Amarillo have it or have had it. Right. It's only getting worse here, and it's not going anywhere. That's for sure. We've got this vaccine now, but who who knows how potent and, and effective that thing is? I I, I kind of put vaccine in quotation marks. It is a vaccine that targets uh, you know RNA receptors and things like that, but it, it's not. Most vaccines are a dead virus that they injected in you to train your body to fight it off. Uh, these have these RNA uh, receptors, uh, what they call spike proteins. Mm-hmm. And what this virus does, uh, because the coronavirus, COVID-19, has spike proteins in it, the, the idea is that your body is so used to having these RNA spike, spike proteins in your system that it will reject COVID-19 if you come into contact with it. Uh, but there's really no timeline they don't know how long it can last they're they're thinking uh that it could be good for up to maybe a couple of months to who knows how long they just don't know so yes we have a vaccine it's not ideal and and that's the thing like if you if you're finding some kind of conspiracy theory about why you shouldn't get this um the science behind it is the reason why it was developed in such a short time frame is they just took something and modified it it's not a dead virus it's not like the flu vaccine they're not injecting you with covid uh, you're not getting injected with a dead virus. It's just spike proteins to help train your body to to fight against it. Um, hopefully, it works for most people. I haven't gotten it yet. I was supposed to get it last week, um, but then I fell under the weather with uh, some stuff that I thought may have been attributed to COVID. I got another COVID test. I've had that thing three times this year. I'm over getting it. Yeah. And uh, it sucks. It does. It's terrible. But I got it. I got it again, and I said still negative. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, just the where was I going with all that? Like just, just the if 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 you've had somebody that's been affected with it, we're not trying to make jokes. Uh, but this whole podcast is going to be like twenty twenty year in review, right? And we're going to touch on a few things that have come in the news recently to begin the podcast. And you know, we we started the we started last year really optimistic. We had a lot of things happen. And then we ended this year with the twisted T incident. And then we started this year with the most recent, uh, incident with the, uh, capital breach, which yeah. was totally insane. And it, it's a perfect way to start out, I guess, another shitty year. I hope not. I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist. I, I want to believe that this year is going to be so much better, but it did start off a little bit rocky and we're just going to go into a little bit of the capital issue that went on this past week. Uh, what'd you think about that, Joe? Well, I, at first, let me just say, you know, it's, it's funny that we ended the year on a meme with the twisted T guy and we started with the meme. Have you seen the meme with the guy? He, it's the dude from the supermarket with the twisted T and he's got an American flag yeah, as a yeah, cape yeah. and it's all those guys invading the Capitol. The only person that can save us. And he's sitting there with the twisty. Um, so I I am always going to advocate for someone to protest 
peacefully. Exercise your right. If, if there's something that the government or your local law or anything that is it, you feel in your heart, mm-hmm. um, you know, the whole thing, and we'll, we'll touch on this when we go into our main topic, talking about 2020 in your, your interview. We'll talk about, you know, uh, everything that happened with Black Lives Matter and police brutality and things like that. If you feel like you are being served an injustice, I think that is your American right to protest to to rise up and show that and 20% of me actually is okay with this because as an american yeah you know what fuck the government should be afraid of us because you know we the people that's that's the first fucking words in that goddamn declaration and you know we the people we we have to be cognizant and to not let we've got to be proactive enough to for sure to stand our ground at certain moments with that being said, I feel like this whole thing was fueled for all the wrong reasons. Uh, it, was, it was basically, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, this is not a reflection of everybody on the Bomb City Locker Room Talk podcast, for those that are not here with us to talk about this. Um, my opinion is it was childish because I don't have a problem, and James, you, you, we kind of talked about this off podcast, you know, you had said you didn't have a problem with them being there. It was the problem of what they did invading the White House, or excuse me, the Capitol building and trashing the offices and things like that. To me, that is that is unpatriotic, and it, it's kind of I look at it twofold. I look at it, a is it's it's ironic that the majority of these people that did this, which I think the majority of the people that uh, uh, what's the word uh, that, that participated in this mm-hmm. were parts of like that QAnon and they were radical groups. radical right wing yeah. is how I look at right. it. Um, so same as radical left wing, take the, anything that these fucking crazy nuts say with a grain of salt. Right. Um, I don't have a problem with being a capital protesting. You're mad. Your no, guy, not at all. You're mad. Your guy lost. Okay. Whatever you want to assemble. And I, I don't, I don't recommend growing it, going in groups of 5,000 people without masks and things like that while we're still in a pandemic. Uh, but, but you can exercise your right to do that. Cause we saw that earlier this year with the opposite side, right? Yeah. So fine, go ahead. Be there, but when you invade a Capitol building, it, it it was ironic to me that the majority of the people that they are against, uh, that they saw we we saw the left um, uh, do do some similar things to where they're protesting, and they're obviously and the and the protest led to violence, and the violence led to de- destruction, which is somewhat similar to what happened in the Capitol. Um, it's it's ironic to me that you were they were doing what you hate, like if that's what you want to say that you hate, yeah, don't go doing it. You're their, hypocritical. Their defense was, well, we didn't we didn't th- set things on fire. We may have broken in, but we didn't do the type of destruction that the far left did. We were out, in and out of there within a few hours, which it it that doesn't it doesn't make it okay to do what you did and to break into a government building and pretty much disgrace our government, which, which hate them or not, they do represent us as a nation. They're, are, they're supposed to, they're supposed to, right? There's corruption in the government. We all know that there's corruption in the church. I mean, everywhere, every institution within America, there's corruption, but to go into, you know, the Capitol building and, and just blatantly disgrace everything that's, that's, that, signifies and symbolizes america is just utterly ridiculous and unacceptable it's it's 
a little baby that didn't get their way. It, that's that's what it felt like. It's it's asinine because they were they were upset because you're that, that's the thing, right? They did it for the wrong reasons. Like twenty percent of me, I'm sitting here like, good, yeah, they should be fucking afraid of us because the people can rise up uh, when if if and this is what you see this in like third world countries when they're ran by dictators and things like that and things don't go the way they should the people rise up I'm all for that but the reasoning behind it is your guy didn't win yeah and you think that you're going to stop the the count of votes and whatnot yeah you may temporarily stop the count but it's going to continue. They like were it did back a few in hours their, after. Yeah, that. I was going to say they were in there three hours so after. So you want to feel high and mighty that you 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 stopped something and you you breached the Capitol and you you know infiltrated a government building. But at the end of the day, they still continued their 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 way of business. They 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 did what they needed to do and they accomplished what they needed to accomplish. And you you may have held it up for a few hours, but in in the grand scheme of things, you did nothing but bring harm to yourself because all these people are getting arrested now they weren't wearing masks most of them they're getting called out on social media their faces are being broadcast all through the media so you know what the joke's on them at the end of the day they're getting arrested they're being punished for what they did and they're being held accountable which i think is great and you know going back to what you said earlier they have their constitutional right to protest gather and i'm all for that from the far left the far right in the middle doesn't matter you have that right but there comes a time and a moment where you take it too far and you abuse that right and you just totally smear the purpose that you're there for in the first place i i I completely agree and i view this in no difference than how I view somebody looting a Target or a Walmart while people are trying to protest the death of Breonna Taylor and 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 George Floyd, Mar- George Floyd, and march peacefully and do these things, and then people start looting and rioting. I view it no differently than if you want to protest uh, police brutality, go ahead. That's your right. I agree with that. Go go for it. You do should. It. And and you know let the people know that you're mad. And you're not going to stand for these injustices. If you're mad that your guy didn't win and you want to protest, I kind of think that's childish, but. Go for it. Go do do your thing. Gather, pr- protest, stand with signs. We stand with Trump. Do these things, but to and then but then to go as far. I, I I'm sorry. There is no difference between somebody looting and carrying podiums and Nancy Pelosi, which I can't stand that bitch. But <laughs> but carrying her fucking mail, which I'm sorry, that is federally illegal. If I could get arrested for possessing my felony. neighbors, if it's a felony for me to possess my neighbor's mail. Fuck you. You had a congresswoman's mail but in your hand taking photo ops with it. I don't view that any different than looting a fucking McDonald's or a, a fucking Target or whatever. No, it's, just, it's on the same level. And you and I agreed about this earlier. A lot of these people were just, I'm just going to say it, they're just angry rednecks. I mean, angry just people who were just out of touch with what was really going on. They were they were mad and they were upset and they thought they could prove something here and the only thing they proved with it is that they were stupid that they're just dumbasses they're they're uneducated they don't know how to properly assemble. take the steps assemble. and assemble and you know what it takes it takes a, a group of people to to promote change and force change by doing it the right way voting people out of office creating organizations that benefit your cause but doing it this way is just a total disservice to your you made your entire you know political party look like idiots 
and you now are the face of that political party. You are now the raging idiots that are seen when you think of the Republican party or the far right. And it's just, it's unfortunate because not all people are like that. Not all left people from the left behaved that manner that we saw last year with all of the, the looting of the targets and the Kmart and all that BS. They're not all like the, that. the people that were protesting for the right reasons to protest police brutality. Uh, we're doing it for the right reasons. If you, pr- if you congregate and you protest peacefully, I don't have a problem with that. You know, Martin Luther King, uh, you know, the million man March and all these things that we learn about in history. Great. You, he did that for a reason. So you can go out and do that. And all these people, whether you're black, white, yellow, brown, green, purple, it doesn't matter because you know, you have a right to gather and protest for anything that you feel mad about. But the second that you start affecting businesses and looting and setting things on fire and, you know, firemen are trying to respond to 911 calls and you're cutting fire hoses with axes and things like that, it, it, it gets disgusting. And yes, it didn't go on for as long, um, but it could have. If they were more organized and there was more people like there, there could have been at the Capitol, who knows what could have happened. Um, but it just, in my opinion, it, it, there is no difference between that. Far right, far left, it's all insane. And people need to just fucking chill. Get off social media for a minute. Enjoy your breakfast. Mind your business. Like I wish we could go back to the time in the early 90s when the internet and Facebook and all these things didn't exist. And people would just, you know, my grandparents, they never talked about who they voted for towards each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were married for 59 years yep. and they never, they really did rarely discuss politics. You know, people don't understand how much people you can upset someone. And I'm not talking about like, okay, you're going to be offended, be offended. That's I, I get that. Be offended. Who cares if you offend someone? But what I'm saying is all these people, it's reaction culture is what we deal with. People see something that they don't like. And my side has to be right. I have to win. Yep. And, and that's, that's the fucking problem with this country is nobody like we talked about this before. When is the last time in your fucking lifetime that whoever was behind that office really fucking mattered when it really boiled down to it? Yeah. There are certain issues like tax like things that can affect you financially. I get that. But at the end of the day, tough it out for four years. That's what everybody's done for since the dawning, since they created that position with George Washington, just tough it out till the next guy gets in. Right. And you can't, you can't let your emotions get the best of you and get take this stuff too personally because there's going to be someone in office that half half of the United States don't agree with that don't like but you've got to put your big boy pants on your big girl panties on you got to go about your life and you've got to take care of business and and be a good person and and I think I think we kind of did see some good that came of this and uh, we'll talk about this later when we get towards the end of uh, our year of 2020 review and we need to kind of switch it up to get, so we get started on that but um you know, we did see a huge turnout of voters this year, and that's the way to do it. If you want to inflict change, go vote. And I'm sure there was collusion and fraud, uh, probably on both sides in some aspect. Um, Just like with most elections, I mean, yeah. there's there's, there's going to be people that are dishonest and, and, and wanting to abide by their own narrative and satisfy people and, and make things 
you know, go their way. But but the margin that that Trump lost to Biden by, I'm telling you, you, regardless of collusion or not, he lost. It's over. Deal with it for four years. And if you don't like fucking Biden, make sure if he doesn't die within the next four years because he's <laughs> old as shit. But vote him out if you don't want. If you didn't want him to to be in president, vote him out in four years, just right. like the Democrats did with Trump. I was very pleased and satisfied with the amount of people that came out and voted this election. I think it was. I think it's cool. Way like, more and way more vast than any other election we, we've ever we lived, had. We lived through history, and not, not a lot of people see it like that. That we This was the largest turnout of voters in, in history while a pandemic was going on. That's what's crazy about it. Right. People still made it to the polls, to the voting booth, and they did their, their due di- diligence and served their community the right way and the nation, for that matter, in, in the right way. And I'm, I'm very happy and satisfied with that. I'm, I'm just not okay with... This is the one thing I hate is the the social media banter that goes back and mm. forth between the two sides and how heated it gets and how it causes radical people to do radical things, do radical things. And I just don't see it ending. That's the, the yeah, sad I, part about this. I don't see one side laying low and being satisfied with the results because of the media, because of social media. And it just sucks because there's not a media that's out there. there I mean, there are some small media outlets that do you know try to stay in the middle but for the most part you see fox news you see cnn and it's all one-sided and people feed off of that and it's Mm -hmm. dangerous and that's what i hate about this whole thing in this day and age because we're social media is not going away the internet's becoming you know more and more advanced with the, the the people that they reach it's just it's a global thing now and people are are going to continue to feed into this and that's what i hate about it because the next election who's to say you know it, it's not who's to say it's worse 10 times worse than the the, the could, type of violence very, we had this ve- time it very well could be um, and I think that's a good segue to transition to our next flavor of the week topic, um, talking about social media and, and things like that. Um, you know, recently over the last, I think it was yesterday, uh, Twitter announced that they are completely, uh, banning Donald Trump. They suspended his account and it looks like it's permanently suspended. He's not going to be allowed access to it, <clears throat> to that website ever again from everything I'm seeing. And the claims are that Trump, Donald Trump violated terms of service, uh, by, uh, what they call hate speech and inc- inciting a riot uh, because of the things that happened in the Capitol. I've seen a lot of reaction from a lot of people here in Texas, a lot of people here in Amarillo that, uh, you know, that that was a violation of freedom of speech, which technically those people are right, but no, you're wrong. Twitter is a privately owned company. They have terms of service. When you create your account, they have terms of service. And if you violate those terms of service, which they are viewing it, which in in moral majority, that Trump violated this because he wouldn't shut the fuck up and get off the internet. He didn't have his handlers talking to him. I don't know where Ivanka was to tell him to put the phone <laughs> down, Dad. Uh, but he, there were some things he said. Uh, I had a screenshot of one. I, I, I might be able to pull it up here in a minute, and I'll try to look for it. Um, but and it got he he actually deleted it himself afterward. Um, that it the the. The violence and the things that you saw in the Capitol could be construed in a way that maybe the president incited this. And so they removed him from that platform. Now, with that being said, were there executives at Twitter that probably are more left-leaning and Biden supporters? Obviously. I, I think so, 100%. Um, but with that being said, Twitter is still a private company. 
It, it's it's just like any business you go to shop at in Amarillo. We have the right to refuse service to anyone. That's that's the same. The same rules apply on the internet. The, it, you can nobody's going to stop you from going and standing out with a billboard on the intersection of Thirty Fourth right. and Western. But a company can do whatever they want. Like I can't. That, that's not, that's why you as a teacher, you have to be careful with things you post on social media. Because they could see that as a reflection of their brand, and why I cannot go like buy and buy liquor after my shitty shift where I had worked twelve hours right. on an ambulance, I can't do that. Public servants, you live in I a fishbowl. You you're a role model for so many individuals throughout the community. You've got to live and abide by certain standards. And I I found it interesting that it took this long for them to terminate his account or deactivate his account, whatever they did. Yeah. Because you know what? In reality, for all these years that he's been president, they have benefited from his tweets. Oh, 100%. And for them to cut him off now, I wonder just what what went through their minds to make this decision now because they've, they've let this go on for so long and they've benefited vastly and. In, 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 Oh, financially yeah. from 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 all of this, the the, the propaganda exec- being spewed on Twitter. The executives of Twitter are a bunch of fucking hypocrites themselves because, you know, Trump. Nothing that he said three days ago was anything worse than he said in the last four years, five years. Right. You know, and 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 he they found evidence of like uh, things that he says that are just not true, and th- there would be like a little disclaimer. This this comment is disputed you know what i mean it would say that it's like well if, if that's not true then why did you why didn't you ban him back then why didn't right. you ban him during the election i think they're banning him now because there's going to be a transition of power exactly and they they know that he's not going to be there anymore they know he's not going to be around they're not going to be able to use use his tweets to really be the forefront of that brings company traffic. because it does that is he is like the largest person on twitter that gets the most attention and feedback let's go let's go and, let's and go criticism to, right let's go to trending right now and we will see uh number one wild card two josh allen three final act frank right he's number eight right now still he's a hang. top 10 and so and he's been banned for two days and he's number eight. So they didn't completely remove him from being able his, to his account, access his account permanently, or he can eventually... He, he could go there, but he, he when he goes there, he sees the same thing I do. So like, there's his account right here. It, it still has it, 45th president of the United States, 88 million followers, whatever. But when you go down, tweets are no longer available. There's nothing there. This He sees pretty much the same thing. He cannot post. He and, cannot... You know, I don't have a Twitter. I've never used Twitter or manipulated it in any kind of way, but... For him to be our first, or really our first president to use that platform in the way that he does. I mean, Barack did, but not in the way that Trump does every I single mean, minute of I, every day. I understand why he used it, and it, it reaches the masses quickly, and it's something that people pay attention to. So I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say, you know, oh, he's an idiot for posting anything on Twitter. I am going to say that he's an idiot for for saying some of the things that he did because it it causes, you know, division and things like that. But I mean, for him to use that in the way that he did, I mean, I I think it was it was pretty brilliant that he chose to to use the Twitter platform when it was all said and done. Well, yeah, I I agree with that. I think Twitter is part of the reason he gained such a cult following, you know. He he beat like in primaries beating Rick Santorum and Ted Cruz and some of these other people in during the primaries during 2015. 
or excuse me, 2014 and was able to, uh, you know, gain followers and do these things. And he, he, he brought that attitude, right? He was bringing that. I'm going to, I'm going to change it up. I'm not going to take the bullshit. And the sad reality of being him is we're now seeing what looks like over the last five days, Mike Pence has had more control over the United States than Donald Trump because it, it, there were reports coming out now that uh, uh, Trump wasn't even going to send in the National Guard on in D.C. Yeah, and, and 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 Trump or Pence had to deploy them and all these things and I you know there's so much vitriol and confusion and things that are not accurate out there too with this whole event and. One of the things I'm seeing a lot of people fucking post is that this was Antifa. And if you believe that, <laughs> if you believe Antifa was the people that stormed the White House, or excuse me, the the, the Capitol building, uh, put your tinfoil hat on then, because this that's just to say. And, and speaking of Capitol, one thing that's just got under my goddamn skin is people spelling C-A-P-I-T-A-L. <laughs> Yeah, and not putting the O. Like not there's there's the a difference o, yeah. between capital and capital. <laughs> yeah, there is, and that's and it's fu- so funny. It was like there's nothing wrong that happened at the Capitol. What happened in Austin? <laughs> it, it just proves like the the idiotic nature of most political followers because it doesn't matter what side of the fence you stand on. There are people who are uneducated and and purely act and think based on emotion raw emotion and it's just a reactionary culture it's not really a critical thinking i'm going to sit down and 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 really think this over before i blurt something out of my mouth people just blurt it out people just act and it, it gives politics even worse of, of a, a type of politics environment are so, politics are so shitty already, already. yeah it, it just it just ruins it all together yeah but, I mean, we, we could have really started this year off even worse if someone that we look up to passed away. And I was really afraid there for a minute. Dr. Dre was hospitalized. Yes, he was. And why was he hospitalized? Uh, he had a brain aneurysm. And when I first read this, all I saw was Dr. Dre's hospitalized secondary to a brain aneurysm. And that's all it said. That's all that was reported. Me being a paramedic, I'm like, oh, fuck. He hemorrhaged. He stroked out. He's... He's probably unconscious. He's unresponsive. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know Dre probably enjoyed uh, recreational drugs other than marijuana during his career. Uh, he seems very healthy now. He's kind of in shape, muscular, toned, fit. But there was a while, you know, he was kind of chubby, out of shape in the mid to late 90s, there before the Chronic 2 came out. Mm-hmm. and. And I'm sure those were his, like, what I would, you, you know, say you saw him puffy in the face and things like that. Those were his cocaine days. And, and uh, you know, who knows what kind of blockages and things that this dude's done to his body over the years. And when I heard that he had an aneurysm, I was like, son of a bitch, Dr. Dre is going to be the first death we get in 2021. God. You know, and we started the year off last year with Kobe, and that really hurt and was devastating. But, you know, to lose our beloved dr dre that would have been terrible and he's 55 years old and they say that he's stable and lucid but doctors don't know what caused the bleeding and they're doing a battery of tests so and and so an aneurysm all that means is a bulb okay so you can have an aortic aneurysm you can have a brain aneurysm so uh usually during a brain aneurysm what happens is a blood vessel in the brain becomes uh 
inflamed, like inflamed. like inflamed, like basically like you know you picture a guard, like you know when you see an anaconda or a snake in general eat something bigger than its mass and it's got that big the, bulge in the middle, yeah. but the, that's that's basically what an aneurysm is. Um, when it ruptures, that's when it's bad. So if if so, what the what it sounds like to me is Dre had an aneurysm and it didn't rupture; they caught it. But what happens when you have an aneurysm is that pressure from that bulb can push down on other parts of the brain, cause confusion, cause erratic behavior. So he probably was having like altered level of consciousness, had to go to the hospital, and and they were able to treat it and get it down with uh, certain types of medication. And thankfully, that was the case. Because if it would have ruptured, Dre probably would have died. Most people don't, like majority of people, when an aneurysm ruptures, you don't survive that. Yeah. I, you have to go to surgery within like 20 minutes. I don't want to think of one of our Mount Rushmore hip-hop legends <laughs> passing away like him, Snoop. I mean, we've already had Tupac and Biggie pass away, you know, 20, 24, 25 years ago. That was hard enough. But, you know, we're eventually going to have to face that fate one of these days. But I don't want it to be now. I want it to be when I'm old. You know, because he's still creating music. He's still an important figure in hip hop. He produced all of Eminem's new album, B-Side, Music to Be Murdered By. And he appears on it. He raps on it. And and We need more of of his work, of of everything that he's created to reach our households because he's just iconic and everything he does has been, you know, groundbreaking. It's been revolutionary going from, you know, the the start of hip-hop gangster rap back in you know with his nwa days and it's just he's just consistently put together huge bodies of work that have been revolutionary and i don't want to see that go away me either and and i i had confidence too in me because you know i i I heard you know he was being rushed to the hospital but i mean he is a doctor So that's true. I, he was I, a doctor. I, I, I had I had good faith that he was going to be just fine. And he's got the money to get the best care available. So he does. God bless you. Yep. And hopefully you don't catch COVID while you're in a hospital because that's like the number one place to catch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of artists and uh, things happening to their body, you know, what happened to the weekend? <laughs> oh man. The weekend. He's he's so infatuated with Michael Jackson. I just hope he's not taking a page out of his book and altering his face, which we've seen. I'm hearing that it's more of like prosthetics for a music video that he's doing. Like, I don't know, he's trying to play into a character. It looks like he had Botox that went horribly it, wrong. Man, it does, and it looks terrible. He's not a bad looking dude. Like, I'm not afraid to say it. He's not a bad looking dude. Why why even do that? Put your face in a category that to could, where be, it could be it, happening. It could be viewed as plastic surgery. Like I don't ever want people to think that I got plastic surgery. Yeah, it's funny seeing this sleep number commercial right here. I saw somebody post earlier. They said that he went from the weekend to looking like Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He, he does not look like himself. No. And I've heard it's just not, it's not, is real. there anything, let me ask you this. And, right. and I know I already know the answer. We're, we're too, Young men in our thirty early thirties that grew up in in the in 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 Amarillo, Texas, in the South. I haven't ever had anything that I've wanted to mechanically or surgically alter my body. No, I'm not that far. I'm fine with the dick God gave me. Like <laughs> other than yeah. you know what I mean. Like I'm, I'm not I, that far out of my mind to think, oh, I need to enhance this Botox. or or do this to myself to make me feel better about myself. It's just like this is how God created me. I'm going to live with it and do the best I can with the body that I have. 
but you know these people that have money that have this you know uber fame and status they just it's not enough for them they want to keep looking young and i think part of it is because um me and my uh coworker at work today we were talking about dolly parton you know yeah. and uh she's had a lot of work done obviously uh but <laughs> so was little kim <laughs> seen her but um I think part of the reason some of these artists do these things to themselves is to stay relevant, right? Your people change and the times change. And so people aren't going to follow your music. And I'm not saying the, the weekend did this. I'm just talking about plastic surgery in general. You look at Courtney Cox from friends and the scream movies and you look at her today. Holy shit. She looks butchered. She looks terrible. Look up Courtney Cox in 2020. Yeah, uh, I got to see this. She, she's bad, man. And it's like, just looking at her compared to Jennifer Aniston, and I'm sure Jennifer Aniston has had like some Botox injections to like clear lines and things like that. But I mean, Courtney Cox looks fucking butchered. She looks bad, man. And she's such a naturally beautiful woman in, in the first place. And see, the, I always thought she was the third prettiest on that show. I thought it was, well, I, thought, yeah. I thought it was Jennifer Aniston. Phoebe was always really pretty. Right, but she's not. She's not in a category where she's considered no ugly, ugly or till not, now or not pretty. <laughs> now she is, but back then, her entire life, she's 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 a pretty woman. I mean, she's she's not. She well now she looks disfigured and and just old as shit. Yeah. I can't believe that she looks like that now. Yeah, no, it's it's bad and and. You know, what I'm getting at is that I've never had that interest to do anything. Like, I was looking at myself today, and I was just like, God damn, I'm getting old. Like, I can see these lines in my face. Mm -hmm. I can see the jowls, the things, the sunken eyelids, because I'm always tired all the time because I only sleep about three hours a night. Um, and I notice I'm getting older, gray hairs and things like that. But I come from a time to where I felt like it was you felt distinguishable, like looking up to people like my parents watching movies with like John Wayne and Humphrey Bogart. And like, they had that rugged look to them, mm -hmm. but they, but they kept took care of themselves for the most part. And that's just, that's just getting old. That's what happens. That's how you're supposed, you yep. have to let life happen. You had your time in the sun. I'm sorry if you didn't get the, the vagina or the penile implants that you wanted <laughs> when you were younger and you didn't get, get to chase all the tail you wanted, but that's just changing of the times. Yeah. Don't let yourself become a fat ass. Stop eating so much fried food and sweets. I mean, with, and just with, take care men, of yourself. with men, I don't think there's any reason to do it. Women here and there, I can see exceptions to, to why they would do it, especially Titties. for their breasts, you know, breast implants and things yeah, like that. After, after having like five kids, women's yeah. no, and women know about flapjacks that happens. And there's the, you know, tummy tucks and that kind of stuff. I think that's great. I mean, women, women are very self-conscious as it is. And they always have been. And if they're young enough and you need it, go for it. But I, I'm not, we're not saying that women, if you're listening, we're not saying that women should do this, go get triple D titties and put ass implants. That's a, you know what? I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. Until like, I heard that, uh, I guess like what Iggy Azalea, um, who was that? Nicki Minaj. That just doesn't seem like it would, it would work. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it'd be comfortable at all. <laughs> breast implants, uh, make all the sense in the world and it's been normalized to where every say? ordinary person can get them. Hey, what does he say? It's super bad. No, man, they've kindly, they've completely reshaped them. Nice for, <laughs> I got to get a sight of these warlocks. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you, you, there's a point to where you take it too far and your insecurities are too deep and you try to fill that hole with something. But like Botox but it, injections and these lips that I see where they, that's just where I can't, I can't, I can't deal with the facial get, reconstruction 
part because it never goes right. I've never seen a good no. facial plastic surgery. Cosmetic. Now I know, I know people never... have had like car accidents and get nose jobs and, and, and it comes out sometimes better than it has. And, and if you want to get a nose job, I let, I think that's about as far as it could go like nose job, but people getting like chin implants, fixing their jaw structure where they have to break bones and you just, mm. you're just miserable. You got to walk around me. like with the weekend, like the weekend has with those bandages <laughs> around his face with like blood. Like a mummy. You know, seeping out, and, of and it. then that weird yellow juice that's coming out from the skin that's not healing right, and it's just—it's not a good look. It doesn't look comfortable. If you, I think there is—I think you—you you are right. I think there are certain things that, um, there are exceptions. plastic surgery. It makes there are sense. there are exceptions. Um, but what about hair implants? I mean, I'm losing I don't the shit that. out of my hair, but I would never. Go through that. You, you, That's too you, much. You, you need to just start shaving your damn head. No, it ain't that bad. Yet, <laughs> no, it's not. But I'm just saying, you, you would, mean, you would do that before you did hair implants, right? Yeah, hair implants. I mean, plugs, going a little bit plugs. too far because you're already aging as it is. You're not getting any younger. So even if you get hair plugs or whatnot, they're ha- who's to say they're going to stay in and and be actively growing? I mean, I think a you part, certain part of your your lifespan, it just isn't going to happen no matter what you do. You know what's crazy is back in like the 90s and stuff growing up, like all you ever saw was like advertisements for like wigs and shit. And now it's like some shit you spray on overnight and it just grows your hair back. Yeah. And it's I like mean, it was rogue game when we were growing up and now it's like is it hymns? Is that or is that a, a penis pill? <laughs> <laughs> let me let me find out. I think that's extends. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like the hair club for men. There's that thing. Um, that I see advertised a lot for some reason because I guess it knows that I was born in '87, so it just assumes that I need that. And yeah. that, that's another thing that, that it's weird about technology. That's almost like Terminator-ish, right? You ever be thinking about something? You're scrolling on Facebook and then you fucking see it. Yep, that's weird. It's all the cookies, right? That that keep track of your searches yeah, and yeah. things like that. Trying to appeal to you. I mean, it's smart. It's very smart. It's scary, and <laughs> it's it is scary, but. I can understand why they do it. I mean, they're everybody's out there to make a buck, and that's just... And I mean, at the end of the day, whatever, if you want to fucking, you know, Botox yourself full of so much plastic that if you stand next to a candle, you melt, whatever, that's your right. Just just you know, be smart about it. You can Bruce Jenner yourself the hell up. I don't care. Whatever. Oh my God. It's weird. There's just a, to me, personally, it's in weird. my opinion, there's a certain, like... Limit. Threshold you cannot yeah. cross, yeah. and and when you cross it, you're just like screwed, and you just look crazy. Yeah, they're like like using a woman's bathroom as a man. It's kind of weird. Yeah, like you you used a men's bathroom 25 years of your life, and now you're just gonna change it. Yeah, that's a little much. I don't know. Like I would love to have it. Who knows? Uh, talk about that, but I just uh, you know it's 2021. We can't offend people with what we say. Uh, but it's weird. Mm, that's all I say on it. That's the one thing I don't understand. Yeah, is, is it that. can get com- complexly. Uh, I mean, it, it's hard to wrap your mind around for for us, but some people it to- makes total sense. So it's like it's like what to they, each their own. We I always mean, we have to do what it we is. have to do it once once an episode, and so I'll reference Dave Chappelle on this podcast. You know, he's like, I love the L's, I love the G's, I love the Q's, but them T's they hate my guts. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I can't stop making jokes about these motherfuckers. That was a brilliant joke that he came up with about that. So, um, But we're going to switch it over now to uh, our main topic of the podcast. Uh, because it is the ninth day of January 2021, and it's already seeming like uh, five days in, we're sh- shaping up to be just par for the course, which I kind of expected. We, we're not going to change anything with 2021. Uh, it's not going to get miraculously. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while if it does happen, but I just don't see it getting miraculously better. 
Uh, we're going to go with our year in review of 2020. Now, James, I have an article here pulled up from the New York Post that chronologically dissects everything that has happened mm-hmm. over the last several years, or not several years, <laughs> several months. Um, you know, we started, we're going to start this off. Uh, the very beginning of the year started in the end of December of 2019, broke into January. Uh, Australian bushfires. We started with the entire continent, and it's funny as I, I remember uh, when this was going down. People were like, "God, pray for pray for the country of Australia." <laughs> yeah, and it, it it did a turnaround, a flip flop with uh, "Pray for America." So, uh, the <laughs> and the world for that matter. Uh, so yeah, Australia brush fires broke out and they went on, sorry, I'm trying to, um, uh, pull it up here. Uh, and yes, if you are listening, yes, Australia is a continent. It is not a country. Um, it does have a country of Australia in it, but it is an entire continent. Um, started 47 million acres displaced thousands of people and killed at least 34 people which as crazy as these fires got i can't believe more people didn't die yeah it's it's insane i, I was very heartbroken with all the animals that, that died. yeah like I, I have a soft spot in my heart for animals and there were like koalas and, terrible and and, and wallaby wallabies <laughs> they couldn't couldn't get out and fosters <laughs> it's australian for beer yeah that but uh that sucked it, it just sucked. did show like only in granted god rest those 34 deaths but man for an entire continent to literally be on fire i think that if you know 47 million acres that's a lot of land and australia is big um it's it's one of the bigger continents on the globe but it for 34 people it only be to die you know the australians the aussies are resourceful man and to live with all that scary shit that lives in australia that could kill you at any second yeah, uh, it's insane. Props to those people for dealing with that. And, and, and not only, you know, did their country get set on fire, uh, they were, sh- they showed resilience during that. They are also one of the lowest places on the planet infected mm-hmm. by COVID-19. Granted, it is kind of down under in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of away from, not, not a lot of, it would take yeah. a long hours to traffic and, and they kind of shut down some flights to travel and things like that. And, and good for them. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they did good. Uh, that brings us to the second thing that happened in 2019, uh, the, or that started in 2019, but uh, came on January 9th. The World Health Organization announced that a deadly virus had emerged from Wuhan, China. In a matter of months, the virus has spread across the globe to more than 20 million people and resulted in over 750,000 deaths. And James, we are now knee deep in COVID. We realize, you, kind of think back. To yeah. where you were when you first started hearing about this shit and you heard, you know, okay, they have it in China. Right. And they're they're thinking about maybe shutting down New York and all these things on the east and LA and, and places mm-hmm. of of increased travel from other countries into the US. But we really did kind of fail as a country. And I'm not blaming Trump. I'm just saying as the United States, we all failed. We did not see this for what it was. Uh, people in Amarillo, Texas failed. Yeah. Our, our mayor failed. Our, our people have failed us. Uh, we have failed each other, and, and we didn't see this as, as what, it, what it should have been. Uh, me and you, you me and our, uh, me, each other have made, uh, we, we underestimated this. And, and yeah, I think, and, you know, I, I don't want to totally 
cast uh, blame or or anything like that on people that that came up with the procedures and the way to handle this because it is unprecedented. It was crazy how it spread so fast. But you know, when it first was announced that this was happening in China, I was very skeptical that it would reach the United States. You know, we hear about these these instances where these diseases pop up and then they go away. Swine flu, bird flu, and I SARS. Think that's what a lot of people were thinking. I mean, we yeah, I thought that myself that this was something that was going to stay over there in China, in Asia, maybe make its make its way around Asia and whatnot, but not really get outside of of their country and really spread the way it did. But I was wrong. It the first case that I remember hearing about was in California, I believe, somewhere in California, it's like San Diego, and that was early January of two thousand twenty. Thanks, it, Dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I remember the CDC, they were preventing travel from America to China, and, and that and that kind of was really alarming. And I was like, well, maybe it's, it really is that serious. Maybe the, you know, it's, it's spreading so rapidly. We really can't have Americans travel over there because the threat is real. I remember around the time that I had my shoulder surgery in February uh, that, uh, you know, I remember seeing videos of... Uh, China on lockdown and people like spraying buildings with antibacterial mm. spray and, and all these things. And, uh, you know, we all, we just, that's just how to look at it. It's kind of crazy to see it with eyes now having both of us lived through the disease, having, and me right now going through some things that I'm maybe having lingering effects that I've had to go to the doctor for. I'm not going to get into that stuff, but, uh, to, to have lived through it and see how shitty it is and see how it's affected us. It, it, we, everybody, I remember seeing people like, oh, well, the flu kills <laughs> every year. Right. And it's like quadrupled the number of deaths that the flu has. Um, in 2020, uh, so many people died of COVID and they're dying every day. I think uh, today while I was at work, I worked for six and a half hours. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not divulging any other information than this, but in six hours, two people in Amarillo that I can confirm had COVID-19 and died of COVID-19, died yeah, in six hours that's while insane. I was there. In six hours, two people in Amarillo died of COVID. It's crazy how fast it got here and how fast it spread because I feel like once I heard that it was here, every other day it was popping up different states across the United States and different locations, different areas, regions, and it, it just, it was like, man, there's it's only a matter of time before it's here where we live. And it just slowly spread and spread and spread. And everybody kind of had to scramble to figure out a way to combat it and and prevent the spread. And they did their best. A lot of people really, you know, especially the medical uh, community of the, of the United States, they, they're the front lines. They did, they did a lot of things that they thought initially were going to help, but we were wrong in a lot of those thoughts, right? With, With a lot of the, preconceived uh, ways that we thought we could combat it. We were, we were wrong, but I think when I caught it, like we, we had all these things in place and I think uh, part of it is kind of the, and I, I'm trying to word my words carefully with not trying to upset a lot of people, but living in Texas, we kind of always have that mentality. Like we're going to take care of ourselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think, I thought, okay, I'm going to wear this type of mask with patients. But I would go to the bathroom <laughs> at the hospitals 
that are all for employee use only. And that's why they have these bathrooms in place. And in general is like, Oh, if I have some dude that's like got HIV bleeding out, they go to the patient's bathroom and those get cleaned thoroughly or whatever, but they have designated employee bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, I'll, fi- I'll be fine. And I would go to the bathroom and you know, it's this tiny little enclosed space and take my mask off while I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. Not thinking at the time that, Hundreds of nurses and doctors use this bathroom that have just left the patient's room. That's probably where I got it. More than likely. Could is, be. That's how I see it. And then that's the thing. Like, I, I, was, I didn't want it then. And I tried to do my best when I went back to work. Because I was out of work for a majority, what I thought was the majority of this pandemic. I was out of work from February 18th to May 30th. You picked the right time to fucking have shoulder surgery. Yeah, I did. And uh, but the the thing is, is I still came back into it, and it got shittier and shittier. Yeah. And uh, I I thought I was doing the right thing. I'd missed all of that. I was like, oh fuck, I've missed the majority of this pandemic. And then I ended up getting it. And I think part of that falls on me. Like you really have to. I don't know how much a little cloth mask is really going to protect people. Um, yeah, the studies show, you know, 77% decreased if, if you're wearing a mask and I'm wearing a mask, 77%, if you're wearing a mask and I'm and wearing a mask. And that's high enough of a percentage for people to that, get it. So people should buy into that and wear their mask, but people, it is, but people it's, still refuse. But there still is a 33% chance you can still contract it during that. This thing is super contagious. Yeah. And now here in 2021 on January 9th, we're seeing a mutation of this virus that is causing even more, uh, infections and yeah. it's, it's more highly infectious and it's mutating and that's the thing that viruses tend to do that's why there's like flu a b c all these things it just changes and uh, i just i personally and we'll i'll get into this later um i just don't see it getting any better with the covid anytime soon so uh covid sucked and to just move right along um something that at the time to me <laughs> was worse than covid uh, I grew up my whole life, and we won't spend too much time on this because we did an entire podcast. If you'd like to listen to that, check, please check out the Bomb City Locker Room Talk Locker Room Hype Podcast. That is our sports-centric podcast. Uh, we did an entire episode to get dedicated to Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, he passed away. Him and 11 other people passed away in a helicopter crash over Calabasas, California, um, on the morning of what was January 26th. January 26th. Him and his daughter Gianna, as well as uh, friends of hers for her basketball team that Mr. Bryant coached, yep. uh, all perished in a fog of weather that that helicopter should probably not have been traveling in. And, uh, you know, that that was terrible. He was my idol growing up. Football's my favorite sport. Kobe Bryant's my favorite athlete of all time. And uh, I, I remember being in line to get a haircut and just I had to leave because my wife texted me and I, I started looking at it while I was next in line to get my haircut. And I, was, I, just, I couldn't. I was like, yeah, this isn't real. This isn't real. Holy shit, this is real. Yeah. I didn't and, think it was real either at first because you see a lot of these uh, on-the-spot news broadcasts of these things that happen and and they're not really credible and then you hear about them and you do more research and you find out oh this source is not credible at all and they're just trying to get some publicity or stir up drama but this started to break on the major platforms of news espn you know cbs abc even fox news and cnn were broadcasting the event the tragic event that it was and right then and there i knew this is serious this is real because at first i thought it was like maybe one of those tmz yeah. bullshit yeah. stories but 
it turned out not to be that, which is it was surprising and broke on the day of the Grammys. And yeah, the Grammys, no, Grammys even had a, that. And, and like for the Grammys being such a huge, it's the second biggest award show in the country behind the Oscars. Uh, for the Grammys to to on the fly change, which what's crazy is the goddamn Grammys took place that year inside the Staples Center where Kobe Bryant spent 20 years of his career playing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they, they on the fly, and I'm sure that's the reason why mainly, but they, they changed it to the whole beginning and having boys to men come out with Alicia Keys and, and uh, do it so hard to say goodbye to yesterday and, and like to do the tribute for Kobe. And then they had like Nipsey hustle and things like that up there. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was powerful and it sucks. Um, you know, this was going to happen later uh, in the 2020 year in review, but I think it kind of coincides uh, the NBA because of COVID. We just talked about that. Uh, Kobe Bryant, the NBA entire season, they they pulled against all odds and had an entire basically second half of the season playoffs. NBA finals took place inside what will forever be known as the bubble. The bubble, and it took place in Orlando, Florida. Props to the NBA, Adam Silver, and the steps that the NBA took, and not just the NBA as an organization, the players. Because to commit to basically a second half of your season, the playoffs, if your team is good enough, like you know the Lakers and LeBron and his teammates had to go through, to just say goodbye to your family for that long. And I know that you know there's people listening or people that have military family. They're like, yeah, fuck the NBA. Like I'm dealing with it. I, I get that. I'm just saying these are unprecedented issues that these players had to go through and uh i yeah. think the nba responded great with us being sports nuts it was just really bizarre and strange to see mm-hmm. all of the games held at one location and everyone having to stay put it was it was very weird and there are no fans there that's what i hated the most but i, I do agree it was brilliant that that they were able to figure out a way to continue the season in a much needed time where the United States needed their sports to continue. And at that time we were still questioning whether or not we would have football in the fall, which eventually, you know, we all know we, we had a full college football season, national championships on Monday, and now we're in the NFL playoffs. I'm so thankful and happy and grateful that, you know, the NFL continued, but it all started with the NBA. Yep. And it was, it was very, very, very awesome because they did it the right way. No, I don't think hardly any anyone got it in, you know, affected by the disease in the bubble. They did testing every day. They had structured protocols that were put in place, and it really wasn't a factor once they got everybody there. You know what's crazy is I'm sitting here bitching about having to take that fucking test three times. Imagine taking it every day for like five months. Yeah, after a while, it's just comes root comes routine like and i still think your ass you know? i think they're having yeah i think they're having to do that right now with the nba season uh currently back up we're about a couple of weeks in and they're getting to play at their home stadiums now they're not in the bubble but i still think they're going through that rigorous testing and, and like god yeah that sucks but uh we love sports and that's what we're getting uh but going through it you know uh the playoffs were fun they were exciting the first round was really really good and then the the divisional series wasn't so good and then the championship series for both teams were good and then the finals were actually really good and the los angeles lakers my team lebron james anthony davis were able to win the nba title for the la lakers making the lakers tied 
with the Boston Celtics for the most championships in the NBA at 17. That's why I'm hoping that my team repeats, not just because I'm a Lakers fan, because I want that all to ourselves. The most NBA championships of all time is on the line this season. I and think, I think they I will. I think they're going to repeat. I really do. They got better. So I don't I don't see them uh, not doing it. The only, only thing that I think stands in the way is the Brooklyn Nets, and I don't think they're anywhere near as close as good as the Lakers. So, Right. And, and, you know, moving on to a more somber note, there was a lot of social injustice that occurred this year. Yeah. Um, we tried to avoid a lot of this on our podcast because uh, we have we are a podcast, A, of varying um, differential opinions. Backgrounds. And, and, and political opinions. We're all friends, uh, but we all have our own beliefs, and we try not to – Kind of upset too deep into yeah, that. Yeah, because and and granted, me and it, being that this is a podcast with me and James, for those that don't know, me and James have been best friends since we were 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And so, even if the other one doesn't really totally agree, it's not going to affect our friendship in any way. But, um, it was very a hard, difficult issue to approach because I look at it from the standpoint, the I think the main reason we didn't touch this issue a lot is because nobody on this podcast is African-American. And I looked a lot, me personally, I looked at a lot of the issues that happened over the summer and into the fall and over the last several, several years. Um, I look at it the same way as I look at a, at how women view abortion or like abortion, like the right women's rights for abortion I'm not a woman, so I'm going to shut the fuck up about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a black person. I All I'm going to say is just, you know, that we the reason we didn't do a lot of that is because as a white person, I'm not going to speak on issues um, because I'm, I've never experienced that. Just the same way as, like, if a woman gets to get an abortion, I don't know what that experience is like. Right. It's hard to shed shed your own opinion and thoughts on, on a situation or um, – occurrence that happens in someone's life that you haven't experienced yourself in any fashion. And that, I think that's a problem that a lot of people in this country have, uh, getting back to what we talked about, people on social media making comments on things. And it's like, okay, it's, it's cool to talk about that in your own home with people that are like-minded, but people, you have friends that you call a friend, but you're putting your opinion out there that can damage relationships and words do carry weight and, Sometimes I think people speak on things that they should just shut the fuck up about. They should. And I understand people want to have a stance and an opinion on things. But, you know, it it comes to a certain degree where you've got to really take a step back and and look at the entire landscape of what you're um, attacking as, as a conversation and understand that there are people that experience this kind of stuff on a daily basis their entire life. And if you really don't have the credibility and the experience yourself, you really don't have any, any, you don't have a, a position really to form and speak up, speak upon as a, as an individual. I think, you know, I hate all the things that happened last year as far as in this regard, as far as like social justice issues and, and things like that. But, um, I, I, what I'm about to say is my own personal opinion. This is not James's opinion. This is not Aaron. This is not Jared's. This is not a reflection of, 
the podcast in general. This is not a reflection of the people of Amarillo, but in my opinion, what I saw over the past year to what happened in the Capitol the other day, and I've seen a lot of people bring this issue up. If that was a bunch of black people, you know, they probably, you know, Michael Rappaport. I watch him, the comedian, who's mm-hmm. uh, the Jewish comedian that was on a lot of episodes of Dave sports Chappelle. Guy. Sport big sports nut, big Eagles fan actually, and um, you know he he makes a lot of commentary videos. If you follow him on Instagram, you know he he made the. Uh, can I play what he said? Yeah, I'm gonna. I, this is from uh, Michael Rappaport's Twitter, and I kind of this is I I didn't want to kind of go off on a tangent, but I just want to. He puts it into words about how I felt about that whole thing. And bringing up the whole past issues and everything. Sorry, let me get my phone ready here. Um, I'll just let him say it because this is basically how I felt watching that play out. Yo, let me tell you something. Rodney King, George Floyd, all the other people who have been abused, killed, harassed by the cops, black people. For nothing, for jack shit. These motherfuckers are. Look at this shit. If this was black people, there would be. There would be. There would be. These would be dead bodies. This is a fucking, a shame, a shanda. Okay, that's that's Hebrew. That's Yiddish. <laughs> this is a fucking shame. If this was black, black people get fucking arrested, harassed, and I don't like to throw around the race shit. Look at this shit. This isn't a Denny's. This isn't a Burger King. This is the fucking Capitol. The Capitol building of the United States. Nobody has a knee on their neck. Nobody's getting batoned. Nobody's in the back of a fucking police car with no water. The fuck is going on here? So that, that, that's just my opinion only. Just my opinion. That doesn't reflect James's opinion. That's not Aaron's. That's not Jared's. But that, that what he said, that's how I felt. Like, it's kind of like... Looking back at the year and all that shit that happened, I'm kind of like, that to me is telling that there really is this division in this country. There really is a problem when I see SWAT teams that were fucking smoke, sending smoke grenades 10 minutes le- earlier and they're escorting this fat bitch down the steps of the Capitol Hill. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. Can we have those papers back? Get here. Get in your car. Have a good day. I, I don't know. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. And I, I, I don't really want to talk about it because it really kind of just... It upsets me to the point to it's where... It's a sensitive issue. It, it is. It really is. And, and you know, I, I understand and I totally agree with, with what you're saying because there would be a, a vastly different outcome if there were African-Americans there on the steps. And, and you know, they, there was... I think there was a, an instance where they were going to protest there in the past and then they had armed guards all lined up along the steps. However, in this... Uh, situation with the Trump supporters there weren't and that just tells you all that you need to know yeah there's two Americas there's a divisive nature within our our police departments I'm not saying you know as a whole but there there are fractions of the police department that are you know we've all seen videos that correct you can't it doesn't matter how you want to spin it CNN, Fox, you can't change the fact right. that some of this shit... I don't give a fuck what kind of drugs George Floyd had in his goddamn system. The you don't, fact is, you don't is do a, what you he can't, did. You can't do that. 
And and the dude in New York, like what in 2015, 2016, that was arrested by the fucking basically dog the bounty hunter motherfuckers. Remember they choked oh, that dude out and, for selling cigarettes. And at the beginning of last year, Ahmad Arbery. Yeah, remember? Yeah, God, he yeah, we talked down. about that on the podcast by a yeah. fucking two redneck fat hillbilly fucks in their neighborhood. Be- because who gives a shit if he was trying to steal shit from there or not? That's not their business to shoot somebody down. No. The the the, the difference is if any of those people we just talked about were white people, the odds are they don't play out the same. They just don't. They You're just right. Don't. The, the odds are different when you change up the circumstances. And it, it's a shame that we have this still happening now because, you know, it was an issue back, what was it, 92 with Rodney King and then the L.A. riots happened. Yeah, that's insane. And it, that was so long ago and we're still having the same issues. 38 fucking, or not 38, excuse me. 28 28 fucking years ago yep and we're still having the same shit there's shit that i have seen at 33 years of age and i'm not even talking race at this point at 33 years of age james there's shit i've seen in the last 12 months that i've never seen in my fucking life like this even the capitol building nobody's ever just stormed the capitol building like to where they went inside and stole papers yeah. and documents and no God knows how sensitive some of that shit is. I didn't know what was going on when that happened because I was on I yeah, was, I I was teaching. Were, I, was, I, yeah. I had a class full of kids and I, I saw an alert on my phone. The Capitol's being breached and I was like, what, what the hell's going on? I thought on? they were just doing what they right. showed where they were on these steps. They were on the property and just I, I've never been to D.C. so I don't really know how much you can and cannot step on what property. I know you can take tours of it and stuff, but if there's actually proceedings going on, like there were that day where there were votes being counted, you were not allowed to be a tourist that day. I know that. And so like when they're protesting, I'm like, okay, they're protesting outside. And then by the time Brianna got off work, I was like, oh shit, they're actually going in there. And like, you can't fucking do that. And I, I know there's the Capitol police there at all times. And it was just, it, it was mind blowing to find out that they had, gotten past them and they were inside the building they were taking things and breaking things and a woman got killed a woman got shot and killed she was a trump supporter and i think she yeah she got shot by a police officer who was doing his his job and it's just unfortunate someone had to lose hey, their life hey you know what shout out to that one police officer that did his fucking job that day and it does turn it, it when it was all said and done there was another police officer that wasn't involved in a shooting but he lost his life and i don't know how he lost oh, his really? life oh really but yeah, I did. I did hear. Was that it that attributed was to the riots in some capacity? Yes. Uh, that's a, that's a shame. Um, any loss of life, I don't care what the circumstances are. Innocent loss of life, I, and even so, like I mean, anything. Uh, it's just, uh, God damn it, man! Can we just get our shit together? Can we just, can we just for one fucking second just act like goddamn human beings? Remember what happened to the? I've said this so many fucking times, and I, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, be fucking nice to people. What happened to the golden rule? Treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, help open a fucking door for a little old lady at, at a grocery store, and go about you get in your car and drive off and enjoy your fucking day and mind your business. That's the thing. People just don't mind their fucking business. I don't give a shit about any of this shit going on. I care about those kids and my wife at home and you and, and the my Eagles. family and my friends and the birds. <laughs> That's all I care about. With that being said, you better treat the Dallas Cowboys with respect because they are human beings. The Cowboys <laughs> fans across the United States are human hey, beings. Hey, I've never had a problem with a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I don't hate Cowboys fans. I hate their team. But 
I just what happened to just minding your fucking business? And that goes for everybody. Nobody, the, left, look, the right, Black Lives Matter, Trump supporters, mind your business. Nobody minds their business anymore because it's too easy to invade someone else's by flipping, not flipping your phone because we don't have flip phones anymore, <laughs> but turning on your phone. If you Once you turn on your phone, you're automatically in someone else's business. You're, you're automatically, live. You're automatically lurking and finding things that, that not necessarily... I mean, it's not it's not information that you need to know, but you're 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 yearning for it. You look for it, and you invade. You go in people's profiles. You look. You try to investigate well, people, and it's all through social media. And it's it's an issue. I think I I told this on the podcast when we first started this, and that's another thing that we did uh, that happened this year. The Bomb City Locker Room Talk podcast took off. Do you even know what date it was? I know it was around May. It was it was at the end of April. I think like April. Was it April? April 20-something. Well, I'll have to go back and look. The, but, the, the first day that we put a, our official first episode out. But I, I know I said like on episode three or four at some point, because I remember me and Jared talking about it. But I had said, I know what happened in this country. I know what fucked it up. You know, you had two groups of people. Like, let's, let's take a guy named Dave and a guy named Mike. And both of them, let's put them in an office building kind of like The Office. We all love that TV show, uh, RIP. And that's another thing that sucks about 2021. Uh, it got removed from Netflix. and uh, But I have it on Peacock. Oh, and if you own Apple TV or own an Apple phone and have an Apple account, you can buy every season of The Office for $29.99. That's damn good. Uh-huh. And all streaming in HD. Got to do it, man. So... Uh, I'm actually going to go get that tonight when I get home because I need to do that before. You know what I fell in love with while I was quarantined when I had the virus? Porn? Not so much. (laughs) That was probably when I was, you know, 14 or 15. You fell in love with But (laughs) now, I I really, I I love The Office. It's one of my all-time favorite shows. So good. It's it's probably number one up there. But I really like uh, Parks and Rec. Park and Re- Parks and Rec is very good, and too. it's been it's been around for a long time. And I never Poehler. got into Amy it. Poehler, right? Amy, Amy Poehler, I love Aziz, that show. Aziz Ansari, uh, Chris um, Pratt, yes, Chris Pratt. He is his and character girl, is freaking awesome. She's, Aubrey she, Plaza. She's not as attractive as she used to be, uh, but God, I always I told Brianna I always had a crush. Rashida Jones. A Rashida Jones. Oh mm, man, mm, mm. she's a beautiful woman. I really love that show. And if it weren't for 2020 uh, chaos, I probably would have never discovered it. But did, did you know just going to throw that in there? Did you know that Rashida was the uh, the actress on the Chappelle skit of the Kobe the the love the love contract? Was she? Well, I know I remember her sister was Kadada was with was Tupac, with Tupac yeah. right before he died, and they were together and in a relationship. But yeah, uh, Rashida, Quincy Jones's daughters. Yep, Quincy Jones's daughters. Quincy Jones, uh, the famous producer, uh, record producer, the big that basically the creation of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, but Rashida Jones uh, was that actress that <laughs> Dave Chappelle is making her sign the love contract. <laughs> that was like the first acting gig she had. But anyway, uh, what I was gonna say real quick before we change it is like I figured out what fucked up this country, 
And it's social media, and it comes down to this. You go back to, like, 1993, and you have a guy named Mike, and you have a guy named Bill. Mm -hmm. Now, they both work in an office setting, right? They see each other daily. They go around the water cooler, and they talk to each other, and they kind of discuss their lives. Now, the thing is, Mike is gay. Mike is left. He's a liberal, and, you know, he he votes for his rights as a gay man and tries to uh, sign more towards the left side. Bill is a Republican and, you know, watches sports, drinks beer. And watches Home Improvement. Watches, loves fucking Tim the Toolman. <laughs> and and goes about his day. And they, But him and Mike get along. They, they meet around the water cooler. They talk about their days. They go sign those TPS reports that Bill Lumberg is mm-hmm. bitching at them about. And they go back and that's it. Now, what fucked this country up is you have all of that. But they don't let it out. That's the problem with us. We all have things in us that are ours, right? Like my beliefs, my morals. And, and, and but I but I'm not gonna I've I've learned the golden rule growing up, but I'm not gonna take any of those things. And if you don't believe it, that's fine. I'm your friend. That's how the world has always, always worked since the dawn of time. But now in the year 2005. This geeky kid invents this website for college kids that turns into rival MySpace, and now Mike gets a friend request from Bill, and they sit there, and they see the every little fucking thought that these people have ever had while they take a shit. They see and, the inner workings of that person and, Bill, and what they believe in. And Bill is getting all of this left-wing liberal shit, and Mike is getting all of this fucking Republican right-wing shit, and, and, and it meshes, and they don't like each other and The anymore. next time they meet at the water cooler, They're, they don't speak. They don't speak. And, and that's what happened to this country. Social media ruined us as people. I challenge people every day to just try to back off for an hour because I'm guilty of it too. I'm fucking addicted. Like Bill Burr was on Joe Rogan recently and he's like, I'm fucking addicted to this fucking thing. I can't put it down. I can't. Whether I'm on Twitter, YouTube, something. I, like every night before I go to bed, James, I'm watching fucking YouTube. That's on, whether, what I do. whether it's video games, yep. whether it's Joe Rogan, whether it's like fucking dudes, <laughs> Indian dudes dig at pool. <laughs> I, you know what I watched the other night? I was laying in bed. I pull up YouTube on the TV. And Stella's on her phone, and, you know, she's doing her thing, and I'm scrolling through my YouTube, and you know, it pops up things that are recommended. So I click on, I click on the his, this History Channel link, uh, this video, and it's about the the town Rockwall that is near Austin. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much a suburb, suburb suburb of Austin, and it's named after this wall that is buried underneath the town. And it's been a mystery for for centuries whether or not this was a, a man made wall. I think I've seen that. Or like, there was if like it's a, guy a natural his, wall. There was like a guy I've seen on YouTube. Like he goes out in his backyard and he takes a shovel and it's like he has like sod and shit and he <laughs> digs it up and there's just this fucking concrete wall. Yeah, it, underneath this house. And you know what? It, it's like miles and miles and miles long. And there's a there's a guy and he's part of this TV show on history and they go and explore and excavate part of the wall to determine whether or not it's man-made or if it's natural. And they send the, uh, the specimens, they drill out cores of the rock of the limestone and they send it off and they do all these tests to find out the, the magnetization in the rock. And it turns out that the, the wall itself is not man-made. It is a natural occurring formation that's underneath the town. That's weird. 
And, you know, I, I find myself watching shit like that <laughs> on YouTube, stuck on social media, because I don't necessarily, personally, I don't think it's a bad thing. But that's, but a, good, that's takes, a good use of it, right? Yeah. I think that's a, a good, I think it is a good, it's a waste of your time, <laughs> for sure. But it's, it's a good use because you're not sitting there looking at news.biz.politics. I'm not looking at Kim Kardashian's next you know, potential boyfriend. Yeah. Like, cause her and Kanye West, I are think social up. media, I think like I, I read a quote a long time ago, the internet is the greatest and worst invention ever invented. And it is, it, it has its pros and cons, but I, I think that social media, when people start using it as to like, Oh, I'm going to share my, and I, I get guilty of this and I always catch myself after I post it, but I'm the type of person. If I post something, I'm not going to delete it. I try not to anyway, usually. Um, but I, and I'm guilty of it too. Like, like, God damn it. I, I, I fell for it. Right. I fell for that fucking the the capital. And I want to make my opinion matter. Like I'm yeah. fucking LeBron you James just, with every the, time <laughs> someone does it. It's just a rabbit hole and yeah, people it, dive it really down. Is. It really is. And there's no, there's no ending to it. There's no and civilized. I'm, I'm proud of conclusion you. you can I'm come proud with. of you for the fact that you never do that. You don't ever take a political stance on Facebook. You don't ever use Try that platform to. to ever post anything. You never do. You never do. You post about, if you go to your, if you go to James's Facebook profile, it's fucking OU and his kids. And that's it. That's all it is, and then his fiance, and and that's all it is. And I wish I was more like you. I just the thing is, is me, my fucking anxiety and everything kicks in. Just gotta I, let it I, out. I see, I see people post. I understand it. that. And I, I and sure. like my thing is, I'm I'm a very big like fact person. Like when people are saying like the whole fucking goddamn thing about uh, people uh, storming the Capitol that they're Antifa. Mm-hmm. That shit irks me when you're like just spewing shit that's not real. Yeah. Or like somebody shares like like that thing that I, I told you about that one time where my mom like she posted that picture. She was like share for God or whatever, and it was like it and it had like this picture of a knight, and I'm like, this is from the video game Dark Souls. That's what that was, and it was like this is a video game about fighting. Like demons and shit, That's and it has I nothing hate. to do with like religion at all. I, but I, yeah. like when they like, and then like we have a friend whose grandma I love her to death. She's a sweetheart, but she's always she, there was a fucking picture that cracked my shit up the other day. It was like, <laughs> please pray for this man. He is under so much stress. Please pray for him. And it was like Trump with an angel massaging him behind him, and it's it just shit like that's fucking <laughs> fucking hilarious to me. I love the alien stuff. I've been tagging you a lot in that. Oh, really. that I'm all down for. Um, but moving on because <laughs> we we we. <laughs> spent way 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 too much time on social injustice it um, is a problem with with everything that's gone on and we hate it we want 21 2021 to be way better you know in that regard. i'm gonna run through some of these we're not gonna spend any really real much time on it uh but harvey weinstein's verdict came out mm-hmm. that piece of shit got locked up um the, the 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 crazy thing about this harvey weinstein and the jeffrey epstein and all of this shit uh go look up the recent podcast with Joe Rogan and Alex Jones. Oh god! And I then, love and Alex then Jones. who's that chubby comedian that's on there? I forget his name. You know who I'm talking about? Segura? No, not Tom Segura. Oh, Bert. Yeah, Bert Kreischer. I, I think so. Uh, it's it's him, Rogan, and Alex Jones, and they they kind of get in the whole rabbit hole of the secret society that the most powerful men are basically child trafficking. Here's the thing about Alex Jones. He's insane. He's clinically fucking insane. But the reason Joe has him on 
a lot of the things that he spews have been proven correct. Now, granted, right. he fucked up with Sandy Hook. Yeah, I, I, I've heard bits and pieces of, of him and his theory towards that, and I'm like, I don't really want to get into that. because yeah. that, anything, that that anything with kids, but at the same time, it's like, ah, we're talking about like kids, child trafficking thing. But this is more like, um, basically, you've seen the movie Taken, right? Is it with Jennifer Lopez? No. No. <laughs> uh, Liam Neeson and his like daughter's abducted, and he goes, and I will find you. I will kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of Have you seen that? Yes. So you know how like yeah. when he finally finds his daughter, she's like being auctioned off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that basically is base, the basis of what Alex Jones, Joe Rogan, and them talk about is that there's these girls that are anywhere from the ages of 14 to 24, and, and they're, they're, there's this sex trafficking but it's it's involved with world elites, and I actually believe it. And I'm not going to get down that rabbit hole. But go check that podcast out. Could be true. I hate examining anything that has to do with kids. Like, I do too. It, I, it's it, disgusting. But it's under that, my skin. that podcast is worth a listen because, and the only reason it's worth a listen, and the only reason I'm giving Alex Jones the time of day on that is that the that that the things that they talk about have already came out, and and like you already know that Epstein had a photo of Clinton in his house in a dress. And all that shit, and like things are weird, and it, it's it is happening. Um, Alex Jones is very interesting. He can think of shit off the top of his head in a split second, and he that, has so much information in his brain. He he is a meth addict that doesn't do drugs. He's he's so I I could just sit and listen to that guy for hours. It's so hard, and like Joe has it's to stop him because it's to. hard to process that info. Mm-hmm. Um, but next thing, uh, Kim Jong-un was reportedly reported dead. And I still, this is a conspiracy. I still think he's dead. Cause I have not seen like one video evidence of him. Like I want to see him and Trump in a room together again. Yeah. I, I haven't seen any evidence either of him being deceased and no, I'm saying alive. Well, I, I don't, I think he's dead. I still think he's dead. They say he's dead. I don't think he's dead. I no, think he's that, that's the thing. The despot, however, faced a new wave of skepticism over his health in August when a South Korean official claimed all the appearances were faked and he was in a vegetative state. And that's the thing. Uh, so he, the, let me go back. Uh, the North Korean supreme leader fueled speculation that he was either gravely ill or dead after he missed events commemorating his grandfather, Kim Il-sung, on April 15th. He re-emerged, re-emerged 20 days later. He's like, Jesus. And in photos released by state media at a ribbon-cutting ceremony. The despot, however, faced a new wave of skepticism over his health in August when a South Korean official claimed that the appearances were faith and he was in a vegetative state. And that has been the last thing that's been reported. So, I, so you think he's dead? He's dead or in a coma. I think that, he's in a bunker somewhere. No, I think it, no, Hitler's in, a, Hitler's in <laughs> Brazil. He, he survived the bunker. And, and that is a fact that... that Hundreds of and thousands of, of Nazis did migrate to Brazil. They they think South that, America. They think that Argentina. He's alive, and I think I think, but I think the opposite. I think Kim Jong Un is dead uh, because the, like look at the power that that government. North Korea is so fucking was, weird. Was he, it's so weird compared to how South Korea is. South Korea has a national soccer team. Mm-hmm. They have esports. They develop video games, and it's very, very developed. Very, and it's a very tiny like whole like south korea to north korea it's very mm. tiny it's not it's like from here to dallas it's like north korea reminds me of fucking russia <laughs> oh like russia back in the 50s and shit like yeah. just that black and white just looks miserable just so like miserable plaid plaid uh drab clothing like you can't show just, your titties you know <laughs> evil dictator ruling everybody and that's telling you and you it is what that, that's what i'm saying like i think they've been so brainwashed as a country 
that they feel like if they show any form of weakness, would they have to have a leader, right? But if they don't have that, then then they end up like South Korea and things like that, and that they're worried about losing their their power and all the shit. So I t- I totally it's very think primitive it. and prehistoric the way that they're they're living and doing things. I I, I totally one hundred percent think he's dead. Uh, so now and then we go into murder hornets. Then we remember we all thought that was going to be crazy. Uh, then this one is kind of kind of nuck and futz. Uh, the beer. Beirut explosion. Do you remember this? A massive explosion. Oh, that one was terrible. That was crazy, man. It, and then the, the couple that were having getting their their wedding photos taken, <laughs> and it happened right as they were taking photos. They got some incredible photos, but they probably got their ass fucking blasted and thrown I, into I a can't, building. I can't remember how to pronounce that correctly. I think it's Beirut. Beirut. Beirut, yeah, and it, it's Lebanon's capital. Um, a massive explosion, uh, detonation of. T- 2.75 tons of ammonium nitrate, uh, basically, which is fertilizer, killed at least 190 people and injured thousands of others. I think we all remember when we saw that explosion um, happen, and I can't believe that was August. I felt like that was like in September or October, but, uh, you know, that that happened. Um, that was scary. Uh, another huge celebrity death occurred. The Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, uh, died after a four-year battle of colon cancer that nobody knew he had. He filmed majority of his Marvel Universe movies uh, with cancer, did most of his own stunts with cancer, and, and and passed away peacefully with his family, which I think is super cool in respect of it. In a day and age where we just talked about everybody's business being on social media, that this man battled cancer for so long, and nobody uh, really knew about that. And, you know, we talked about uh, the black community and African-Americans and everything and the injustice that they had. Uh, Chadwick Boseman and the Black Panther character was a very uh, huge aspect and part uh, for black culture in general because uh, the Black Panthers existed since the, I think, late, mid mid to late 80s as a comic book character. Um, maybe even earlier than that. But... Everybody sees like film like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. The more popular superheroes are portrayed in these blockbuster films, white, uh, rich characters. And this was this was a comic book character from Africa uh, that that a lot of African Americans could relate to. And and uh, right, he did he did a lot for African Americans and the direction of film within that regard. I mean, he was in a lot of impactful movies. Forty three. 42 or 42, excuse me, 43. Jackie Robinson, yeah. uh, which is a great Marshall, film. uh, message from the King. I mean, he was in so many influential movies for, for the culture, for, for African-Americans in general that really moved cinema and film into the direction of paying attention to important, significant events that have happened throughout history. Mm-hmm. with African-Americans in general. And it, it's just awesome that he was able to put that body of work together. And it, it's, it's, it's a travesty that he passed away. He's such a, a, an iconic figure in film. And he was a great actor, man. Yeah, he was. He, he, he never did anything bad. The movie, I feel like every movie was top-notch. Personally, I didn't really care for Black Panther all that much. I didn't... I, I, and 
when I say that, I don't like any of the Marvel movies. I haven't seen really only Spider-Man Far From Home and, and Homecoming are the ones that I like because I like Spider-Man. But I, I'm not a big fan of the Marvel MCU, so I didn't really care for Black Panther all that much because it just wasn't a character I ever cared about growing up as a child when I collected comics. But, and you uh, did the James Brown but, yeah, biopic. That, that, and that didn't get, get on views. Up. Uh, but 42, holy shit, man. What an amazing film. Great and, movie. And... Uh, the, the crazy thing is um, the guy that uh, played Lou Gehrig in that biopic plays Lou Gehrig in 42. Harrison Ford plays the owner and all these things that just like kind of going back to that time period and mm-hmm. what Jackie Robinson means to the sport. Uh, for those that don't know, what day is that in, in the baseball season where every player wears 42? Can't, I can't remember. I know. I know what you're talking about. Oh man, Kevin McDonald. If you're listening, you're gonna fuck it. You're screaming right now at your microphone, and I'm sorry. Um, MLB National. Forty-two days. April fifteenth. Yeah, April fifteenth. Uh, that is National Jackie Robinson Day because uh, he broke the color barrier, entered as the first African American ever play the game of baseball, and was a damn good uh, baseball player. Oh, one um, of the greatest. One of the one of the greatest shortstops ever, and um, you know, a lot of players wear or everybody wears on April fifteenth. Uh, they wear forty two in the MLB. So, uh, shout out to Chadwick Boseman, uh, Wakanda forever. Um, then after he passed away, uh, a couple decided to announce they were having a baby in California. And started one of the most deadly wildfires in the state of California and Washington ever, burning millions of acres and decimated hundreds of thousands of people. It's a gender reveal. It was a gender reveal <laughs> that caused it. And I hope to God, I don't want that family to face prison time. I don't think that's fair. But I do think that that husband should reevaluate. Like, like we as men, we always want to like show out for our families. But bro, <laughs> you fucked I, up. I just think. The amount, or whoever did that, the extent and the amount of effort that these people are putting towards these gender reveals it's getting, needs to it's stop. Getting, it's, it's getting, getting, getting over asinine. the top. I saw one. Uh, they were they had a couple individuals in sumo wrestling costumes, and they were like uh, in the form of a baby, and it was a boy wrestling a girl, and they had the they were fighting each other, and they went rounds. They went like five rounds and then eventually the boy won and that's how everyone found out what the fuck that they were gonna that's have a boy cool, but that's <laughs> kind of like excessive <laughs> yeah it, it was all rigged just like any other professional entertainment wrestling I like i like match the, but hey i know you've seen the one their own where the where the where the grandma like uh they popped it and nothing happened Mm-hmm. And like the, the the camera pants to the grandma, and she's like, "Y'all motherfuckers making me stressed." And she pulls off her wig, and it's pink. Her hair's pink, <laughs> and that's how they let oh, it go. That, that was funny. That that would be that would be cool. I'll um, go for that one. Then on September 18th, regardless of your political standing, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away at the age of 87. Uh, she was the second ever woman appointed to the Supreme Court. She held that seat, I think, for longer than most other. Uh, Supreme Court justices have ever held. So that was kind of huge when she died. Uh, Trump tested positive for COVID-19 after that uh, on October 2nd. It's highly debated whether he actually had it or not. Personally, as someone who had it and had a hell of a time that I never felt short of breath, but I felt fucking miserable. I just don't see how he... 
got over it so quickly. But then again, he has more access to some of the greatest advancements in technology. He stayed at Walter Reed Medical Center, which is the best hospital on the planet. So I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't know. And then shortly after that, uh, Eddie Van Halen passed away, the famous guitarist, at the age of 65, after a decade-long battle with cancer on October 6th. You know what's crazy? I know a lot of people are David Lee Roth Van Halen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a Hagar fan because I like I like Jump. I like uh, Dreams. Dreams, yeah. Um, I, I like I like I'm a Hagar Van Halen fan, and I know that's, that's right now. Is it, Hagar's the voice of right now? I, I think no. I think David came. David I think David Lee Roth came back. Hagar is doing his own side project. Uh, David Lee Roth is back with Van Halen. I think. Uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a Hagar guy, but I, I, I mean, I like them both, but I, I like, uh, my favorite song is the song right now. That is my number one right now. And, and that's a, that's a Sammy Hagar song. That's what I was at. I was wondering if, is it Hagar? Is it Roth? A lot. I I I think think it is. Hagar. I I think that's a Hagar. I think after 1980, 84, 83, it's, it's Hagar. Right, right now I believe is, well, shit, that, that might be David Lee Roth. Let's that does right now. Right now. Now that's Sammy Hagar. That's 100% Sammy Hagar's voice. Hopper Teacher. Hopper Teacher was David Lee Roth, though, right? I believe so. Um, their voices are so similar but so different. Hagar. It is Hagar, yeah. Yeah. I, I think most of us that grew up in the 90s that were born in the 80s, I think Hagar. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the old heads that grew up in like they were born in the '60s but grew up in the '70s. '70s, yeah. They like David Lee Roth, mm-hmm. um, but I, I do think Hagar's Van Halen has a better ones. Um, you know, and then after that, on November seventh, uh, Joe Biden became the 46th president-elect uh, via the Electoral College and also winning the popular vote. He won both. Uh, we are still seeing the outcome of those effects, as we saw with the Capitol. Uh, I guess you could call uprising. We already touched on this. One of the biggest elections we've ever seen in our entire lives. All right. There's there's so many people that came out and voted this time around, and it's, it, it really turned the tide of, of the uh, results. So kudos to everybody that did their part. Yeah, if, if you're listening to this and you actually got out and vote, thanks. I don't care who you voted for. If you voted for Trump, I hope you voted for the right reason. If you voted for Biden, I hope we- you voted for the right reasons. We didn't mention the SpaceX launch, did we? When was that? I think it was in around May or June. It's not in my New York Post thing, sorry. Well, but SpaceX. uh, Thanks, Elon. Yeah, dude, that guy (laughs) and SpaceX, they're doing like crazy things. That dude has accomplished more in the last 10 years than NASA has done in the last 40. Granted, NASA is governmentally funded and they actually get less money than I think. (laughs) What was it that I saw? Um, NASA gets less money than it, it was something retarded and sorry. I know I can't say that word, but, uh, it was something it was really, ridiculous. It was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and then after that on November 8th, this was incredibly devastating. Um, one of my favorite things, uh, to do with my grandmother is to watch Jeopardy. Um, Alex mm, Trebek, Trebek. Passed, passed away stage four pancreatic cancer. Uh, last night they, or yesterday they had the uh, Jeopardy finale that had a huge tribute to Alex Trebek. Uh, if you get to watch that, if you get a chance, go to YouTube and, and look that up. Do you and like Jennings? 
I don't know who you, who else are you going to get to host it. You know what I mean? Do you feel like he's doing a good job? Yeah. yeah. In the absence of Alex. I, I think it's one of those situations to where when you heard Bob Barker was leaving Prices Right and you were like, fucking, how can it go on? And then you heard who was taking his place and it was, uh, what's his name? The fat guy. <laughs> Glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. What's his name? Mm. What is it? I don't even know the name of that show. I can't think. Yeah, when he, I, I'm when very he took tired. over, my daughter did not sleep. I've had like two and a half hours. Of sleep. When he took over, there was a different feel. Danny, uh, not, Drew Carey, Drew Carey. There you go, <laughs> Danny DeVito. I was thinking the guy from Jurassic Park, <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Knight, Newman. Yeah, with the fucking Barbasol <laughs> shaving cream. Um, I think it's the city same situation when you heard Drew Carey was taking over. Price is right. You're like, what the fuck? And then if you actually watch Price is right, but today, he, he's it's actually, really good. Yeah, he's actually done a good he's, job. It's really good. So just like Jennings, I feel like they're 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 filling the role okay. And then uh, the first Americans on December 14th, uh, we said there on January 9th, the first U.S. patient becomes affected, and then December 14th, the first va- pa- U.S. patient is vaccinated with the COVID 19 vaccine. Was it a medical? Person, I'm or was it uh, yes, just an average right citizen? Here, right here. Uh, Sarah Lindsay, a nurse at Long Island Jewish Medical Center, is the first person uh, inoculated with the Pfizer BioTech vaccine. Okay. Good for her. I, did, I wasn't aware that they were allowing the community now to go get vaccinated. I thought it was still in the, the stages of um, nurses, doctors, first responders. And I will say this. When Just, did it shift to the public being able to have access to the vaccine? It had it been what recently? It, it, the last couple of weeks, it, did the Emerald just actually happen to get more quantity in than they suspected. Um, Northwest was letting AMS personnel go get vaccinated with their people, and then now the Civic Center has it. Emerald Fire Department is assisting in administering these vaccines, and we actually got a text today that if you haven't got a vaccine, go up there and get it. I strongly suggest you get it. I have not yet because some health issues going on, but I do strongly suggest everybody get this vaccine. I will say this, and I know, I mean, you, we 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 don't play race cards. We we look at people as people. But, We're all human beings. But given the last like year, um, with everything that has happened in the black community with social injustice, whether you agree or you're against it, not against like, you know what I mean? Like you, whether you view it a certain way or not. Um, I think it is kind of cool that the first person who received the vaccine was an African American nurse. That's great. That's awesome. Who was being vaccinated by an African American nurse. So that's cool. That is cool. Especially to, if you want to look at things that way right? And, and, and kind of view it as, as, as a positive for the African-American community, I think that's very positive and uplifting. Um, that was an awesome image. One, one that's going to go down in history, too. And one, one of the things is like, uh, you know, Killer Mike from Run the Jewels and, you know, people like um, Andre 3000 from Outkast, you know, and Common, mm-hmm. uh, the musical artists, they, they've always came out and said, you know, this this country was built by black people. And there's something to be told about that, that it's still ringing true today with the, with that. I think that's kind of cool. So that is uh, good for them. I'm glad that they got the vaccine. Uh, and then recently to round out the year, uh, 
after months of gridlock, Congress finally passed a $2.3 trillion COVID-19 relief and government funding bill, including $600 checks. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Did you get yours, James? I did. I got it like the day after they yeah, announced Yeah, you got it. yours got very, really, really, quick. really, really quickly. And the first time around in April, the first stimulus check I got pretty quick. Yeah, I got that one very quick too. This one, it took about a week. Me and Brianna both got ours. Uh, there's still a lot of people across the nation that have not received theirs yet. There's actually, if you go on, if you have not received your stimulus check and you go to the, uh, I think it's like the IRS.gov. IRS.gov, yeah. Uh, you can actually find the qualifications. And it turns out there's a lot of people that are being disqualified. I think if you are single, do not have children at all whatsoever, you are not going to be getting a check. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the stipulations. Um, I think certain tax brackets. I heard people that were filing their taxes through like TurboTax or something. There's been an issue there with them receiving their stimulus check because, really? of, because of that. And I don't I know if that's that. true or not, but... That's something I had heard, but you know, six hundred dollars, I'll take it, and any any amount helps. But I'm hearing that there might be another stimulus package put together. And I maybe think after Biden, months. I think after Biden gets into office and kind of gets settled in, I, I wouldn't be surprised if those conversations start again. Now, with seeing that the Democrats now control the House and the Senate, I think it'll happen. I don't know if it'll be two thousand um, dollars. I think Trump was calling for that. Uh, you know, it, that, that's kind of the crazy thing is Trump was even calling for that and Republicans were shooting it down. And uh, I, I kind of see, like me personally, I didn't need the $600. I'm not trying, I'm not rich by any means. I'm just, I'm, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, but I'm taking care of myself and my family. I've always been the type of person I don't want to rely on government handouts. I've never had food stamps. I've never had anything like that. So um, I didn't, I didn't care if I got it, but I think $600 to people that are living in like LA and working as like RNs or firefighters or teachers that are having to, to, you know, come up, teachers have to come up with lesson plans and, and, and kind of basically, you, you know about this, like changing the whole avenue of way you teach. That's stressful. Teaching is not a, 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 a very, lucrative profession neither is paramedicine neither is police officers um rns make decent money but living in la is a lot different than living in amarillo texas definitely and you know living in middle of america in some podunk town outside of wisconsin is different than living in a suburb of pennsylvania so i think six hundred dollars is kind of a slap in the face i wish they would have based this money on your cost of living Per your town. Mm-hmm. I think that that would have taken a little bit more time, obviously, to calculate. Uh, but that I think that's the way they should have done. I think $600 for people like me and you living in Amarillo, where it's very cheap to live, I think that's totally fine and acceptable. I think that's if people use that money, that's enough to get a couple of weeks worth of groceries. It is. It, it, it does help, and it is a significant amount. an electric amount bill and to, water bill. Right, and, to, to those who are, are living... In poverty or, or, or borderline, where you know, the government, lower where, class, they they this is something that yeah this is something that in these shutdown areas where where the money has been distributed to these families it, it it's come at a right at the right time at the first of the year right after Christmas maybe these these people across the United States weren't able to you know buy or purchase you know the things that they wanted for their kids and this came there 
right in time and right after Christmas for them to make up for that and kind of give their kids something that they deserve and put food on the table and maybe catch up on some medical bills, you know, a house payment, whatever it may be, rent, you know, right after the holidays. So I'm glad that they distributed it when they did. And I hope that they do at least one more for everybody because we're, we're still being affected by the virus and people are still out of work. So something needs to continue to be distributed to everyone to help, you know, combat all the, all the loss of work and hell loss of life, people losing loved ones and funeral costs. And there's so many things that are being brought out from, from the effects of all this. So hopefully they do distribute another one. I would like to see at least one more, maybe, you know, within the next few months, sometime in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, it would be nice. I'm fine if I don't get it, but I know that there's a lot of people that kind of right. necessarily depend on that, but definitely would help. Um, that that pretty much wraps up 2020. Uh, you know, real quick, James, it's 2021. We're actually watching right now in the background the uh, NFC Wild Card game between the Los Angeles Rams and the Seattle Seahawks is taking place, and it looks like. Uh, John Wolford the, got the start over Jared Goff and had to leave the game because of a hit to the head. And he was actually, we just saw he was transported by ambulance. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, but Jared Goff is now in at quarterback for the LA Rams. Uh, James, 2021 predictions. I want, to, I, I want you to give me three predictions. We'll keep it nice and short. 2021 predictions. And to kind of narrow this down, I'm going to just say COVID-19. What's your prediction for COVID going into 2021? I think that with everyone getting vaccinated, the the overall atmosphere and feeling towards the virus will kind of let up in some regards, not totally, but I, I feel like we can hopefully with the vaccine and everything like that, we can get to some type of, normalization with the way we live and hopefully shed the masks by the end of the year. I hope so. And I am completely in agreement. I hope that I hate to be a Debbie downer. I hate to be glass empty. Cause I usually try to be glass half full. Um, Probably not going to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think uh, we're going to see, and I hate to be this way. I really do, but I think uh, we're going to, especially with like the mutation of the virus, uh, just the way we're seeing people in Amarillo behave, uh, not wearing a mask, people just still just not really giving a shit. Um, I think we're going to see way more deaths. I don't think we're out of the woods at all anytime soon. Um, I don't personally, once again, my personal opinion, I don't think this vi- this vaccine is going to last long and it's going to wear off and people are going to not not that it's going to wear off but the but people are going to get this thinking oh i don't have to wear a mask now mm-hmm. i have the vaccine because they're uneducated about what it is and what it's doing and not their fault you know they're sitting there and told okay go get this vaccine they go get the vaccine um i i think we're going to see a spike massive spike that's just my prediction. I hate it, but I feel yeah, like objectively looking at the situation, that is something that is very much 
a fact and it does, it, it sucks to think about, but I'm choosing to be optimistic. And I hope that we can and somehow I hope you're right. get back to a normal way of living because if it doesn't happen now, then hell, what, we're just going to live like this the rest of our lives for eternity. I mean, we've got, we've got to move forward, take a step in the right direction somehow. And I feel like we have, you know, creating the vaccine and things like that. People for the most part are being safe and, and taking caution but, you know, like you said, there are idiots out there that are choosing not to and still gathering in mass amounts. But it's just it's inevitable. People are not going to stay away from each other. The way of life that we know is so, you know, far behind us from where we are now. People need that back. People are going to want that back. And people are just going to live their lives like they did before eventually. And, and things are just going to continue to get worse or or better. I don't know. Well, uh, I, I mean, maybe it comes down to a point where a lot of people die off and we just start living our lives again. I, don't <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, number two, give me a general outlook for 2021. Like, is this going to be a better year or worse than tw- – do you think – now, granted, I know you try to go glass half full with it. Do you think what – do you, what do you think of 2021? Um, I think that a lot of people are going to learn from mistakes that they've made. And I think a lot of things are going to change, especially in the uh, the police reform. Hopefully, a lot of uh, you know strides are made there with the coronavirus. Strides are made there. I just feel like we we went through you know the fire, and now there's going to be a lot of people learning from the mistakes they made last year. So I'm I'm hoping for improvement in the way that we live, improvement in in just every every form of of our being because. You know, we we went through one of the worst years in in human history last year. So I think twenty twenty one is going to be a uh, a crazy year to where people are gonna try to better and change the mistakes that they've made over the course of the last year. I I think honestly, like we said, we're watching this NFL playoffs. I'm making a prediction right now. At some point during the Super Bowl, there's going to be a commercial that's like a montage. And it may be in black and white of like healthcare workers and like just racial people, not racial, like, but like people coming together of all different races and creeds. Right. And, and it's going to be that damn song by uh, Bruce Springsteen. Come on up for the rising. <laughs> Come on up for the rising. That's going to happen. I'm, I'm, that's, that's a 2021. Some, some form of inspirational song will be inserted in that commercial. Well, there's me. Hey, there's hey. there's Aaron. He's uh, finally here. In, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, it's only been an hour and fifty six minutes into the podcast, and he's here. Hey, man, I had to help some family out. Hey, so. you know what? That's the most important yeah. thing. How I, you doing, buddy? I, I'm doing great, man. I actually, I this is my uncle that I haven't seen right before, whenever the past, you know pandemic. So, because he's sixty. Beer me, James. He's sixty years old. So. They needed help moving, so I that had, takes precedence over this stupid podcast uh, for sure. Uh, I would have well, been, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, but you know, it was like, you know, it's funny. I just got to give you shit. No, it's funny because he <laughs> he's always like, "We're gonna start at this time, okay?" Well, then we go. He's like, "Hey, let's go eat lunch." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay," and it's fine. I we we ever since I I was born and I've you know always helped him out. It's always. You know, my, fun. my whole step family are Hispanic. I married into Hispanics. Mexican oh, yeah. Mexicans are never on time, bro. 
No, we no, we started on time. We started on okay, time. Okay, you don't finish on time. That's but, the thing. But we just kind of it was fun. We like I said, my uncle he's cool. He's a cool dude. But uh, but so yeah. so to, to to bring you in real quick, uh, we did our 2020 year in review. Oh, kind of okay. just kind of discussed oh, all the shit that happened in 2020. Oh yeah. Um, right now we were going into some 2021 predictions, and I, I labeled it into three questions. The first question. Uh, what do you think is going to happen with COVID-19 in 2021? What do you see happening? Is it going to get better or worse? I think we're just in the middle. I think we're in the middle right now. I mean, I've kind of like where, uh, where it starts at the bottom of a hill and yeah, we're kind of like we're almost level, but not but yeah, still kind of going up. Yeah. I think right now, well, I think it's, it, it really, there's two directions and I, what if it gets worse, it's being well, it's just, you know, we'll see how the vaccine and everything, all that stuff starts working out. And then, if, if, like I said, the vaccine starts work, you know, like it's like it's supposed to. And, you know, people have I think everything will kind of mellow out a little bit, you know, and then. So do you do you see us like by this time in 2022? Are we almost to some level of normalcy where people aren't having to wear masks? I think I think by, I, I, I people was, in stands at sporting events. I think we're going to still be wearing masks this whole year. I, I, I agree. I, I think that's just or I, should be. Should yeah, I still think it's for for safe reasons. That's what we need to do, just for safe reasons. And then at you know, in twenty twenty, whenever we get to twenty twenty two, if we do, <laughs> right? Um, you know what scares the hell out of me? It's like. We got we okay. We're like all right. We we're comfortable enough. Let's take the mask off, and then fuck it, mask no, off. No, then the fucking cold and the flu are gonna come and fucking yeah. <laughs> come come hard at us. Because that's the one thing I've noticed is that more like even at school, more kids are are sick because of COVID. Be, not but, because of COVID, but, but because they've been staying away from everybody. But, so yes, but then at the same time. You don't really, you don't hear anything about the flu. You haven't heard any colds or I just, actually, I just heard the first case this week of strep. Yeah. It's like they got COVID or nothing. Yeah. It's, that's all, that's all it's been. And you can go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories and things like that and hire an Andrews, Jesus Christ. Uh, no joke. Man. Um, anyway, uh, oh, man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's like seeing an angel. Just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was kind of glowing around she her. was, wasn't it? man. Yeah. Shit. Um, <laughs> But, you know, me and my wife were talking about last night that uh, a friend of ours, their kid got sick, and I was kind of like, I, I, I don't want to send our child to, like, daycare or anything yet because we've kept her isolated. Exactly. You know, no, my no, daughter no, just no. turned two. Yes, exactly. And she was a preemie, so she, her immune, immune still, system's not great. She's trying to catch yes. But we, that's the thing that sucks about these kids They've been cooped up for so long that when they get around other kids, what happens? Yeah, they yeah, get fucking sick. sick. Yep. And so I, 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 I kind of agree with that. I think people are going to wear masks throughout the year. We're going to have to see where it flows and yeah. what we go into. But I, I think uh, I was telling James, James was kind of like of the, the mindset that it's going to get better uh, by the end of the yeah. year. Sporting events will have people. Uh, we're well, not going to yes. wear masks anymore. But I, I kind of I think I kind of was the you're kind of middle ground he's yeah. this side i'm over here i usually try to be very yeah exactly. uh, um positive positive oh yeah but you have to be but you, but you gotta be real too and I mean, that's that's, that's where i'm at yeah, i think with seeing like the mutation 
of the disease. Oh, absolutely. Seeing that, you know, the mutation, I, it's going to be. In the way people act in this town. <laughs> Man. I, I, I think it's going to get worse. It, it, and I really hate that. There's a lot of people that are still like, I'm not going to wear a mask. It doesn't right. affect me. Right. It's going to take, like we said a couple of weeks ago, it's going to take for somebody close to them dying. Absolutely. And that's what always, and that's what it comes down to every time. Anybody that I've ever talked to, they're like, well, I had it or somebody close had it. And I really it's, saw. It, you know what it reminds me of? And I know you've been guilty of this just because I know me and you both grew up religious. You're very religious still. And I'm kind of, I'm yeah, kind of well, so, so. I'm there. Yeah. I, but. We both, I guarantee you, and I've never talked to you this about this before, but I guarantee you, at some point in your life, you had something bad to you happen, and you prayed to God. All the time. All it takes time. something bad to happen for you to become a believer. Not necessarily, but you see what I'm saying? Like, well, take something bad to happen and go, you're bargaining, You know, basically. I don't know if James told you, man. Do you know, after you said that, we heard a, me and James heard a crazy, crazy story this week from one of our, one of the guys we work with. Uh, he's an older man. And he got COVID, and he was in one of the re, uh, rehab centers, like the old one of the nursing homes. Mm-hmm. And like he, you know, he thought he wasn't gonna make it. Really, I mean, he because he kept seeing body bags after body bags just getting pulled away. And he said the one thing that like really like just woke him up. He said that there was a some lady like, screaming, screaming, and I, he asked his nurse, "Hey, why why is that lady screaming?" She said, "Well." She thinks that her bed is on fire. Come to find out, the reason why I guess probably her bed was on. No, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> the reason why was because the pre, one like I guess the priest was trying to go in there, uh-huh. try to go pray for her, give her her last rites. Oh, and and I she, see where you're going. And with she this. said, "No, get out of here. I don't want none of that. I don't want none of that." This pray. was before that, before yeah. the screaming. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. I see where you're going. And with that's this. what it, that's what I was like. She was fe- feeling the hell. Yeah, exactly. He was afraid of hell. And, and when he heard that, he goes, he goes, I mean, now, you know, he's, he's always believed in God and everything, but then he, everybody has that moment. But you have that moment. You're like, he's like, I think anybody with religion has a moment to where they're like, oh shit, I don't want to die yet. Yeah, exactly. And I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> going to tell this on the podcast today, but this kind of seems like a good moment. I've had some health scares in my life recently over the past week. Uh, I don't know what's going on with me. Uh, I went and had tests done. They looked at my liver, my kidneys, my gallbladder, mm. my pancreas, um, my lungs, and my heart. And they also drew blood. And I'm waiting to hear the results. X-ray came back. Chest X-ray looks good, which that that good. tells me that's good because that means COVID didn't really fuck with my lungs. Right, I think exactly. if it was bad enough that my lungs look kind of shady, they would have said. I got a voicemail the other day that said uh, uh, your your uh, ex- chest X-ray came back. It's normal. Good. And so I'm waiting there all the, oh, I'm waiting all the other other tests. No, and there was a point, you know, I posted on Facebook, and I don't usually do this. I said, I need good vibes today. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I need good vibes, and a prayer or two never hurt. Exactly. And I was, at that moment, because of what's been going on with me recently, I was scared. Yeah, because I don't blame you. There was a point in my life, James could tell you, five years ago, I didn't give a sh- seven, not five, but about, I guess, like, what, eight to ten years ago, I just didn't give a shit what happened to me. Right. I didn't I mean, care if I got arrested. I didn't care if I went to jail. I didn't care about anything. 
I really didn't. Didn't give a shit. I, I, James well, is laughing because he's just thinking of stories where I would just say shit well, to police officers I, I, and things like that. I think I think just about anybody. Can, I mean, there's a point in somebody's life where you just you hit rock bottom. Well, you that, and then you just kind of like at the same time you kind of like I'm just invincible. I mean, I'm invincible. I'm yeah, invincible, and that's just being young in your twenties. Yeah, exactly, man. So, but looking at my life now with my wife, my kids, I love my life. Oh, I'm happier yeah. than I could ever be. And, and what's crazy about it is last year I got diagnosed with anxiety and depression. Oh, yeah. But, and I think that just comes with my job and some family issues that I had growing up. Oh, yeah, exactly. But I don't want to die yet. And no. I had COVID. And I'm fucking terrified of getting it again. I don't, oh, I don't want it again. I don't want... I don't want to see I, anybody. I just got <laughs> enjoying my life. I ain't ready yeah. to lose this motherfucker oh, yet. No. You know what I mean? And... I just want to see, like, having, the, you always hear it, having your own child changes people. Oh, hell yeah. And I loved, I love Peyton to death. He's, he's my stepson. I love him like a son. And he's part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. But seeing the shit that my daughter had to go through when she was in the hospital yeah, man, to how man. she is now at two, I fought, I fucking cried my ass off for that little girl that had no idea yeah. that I'm crying because I didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring. Yeah, if I don't get to see her walk down the aisle someday, with her husband or oh. wife, because it is 2021, whatever, who cares? <laughs> uh, pray yeah. to God, honestly. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm praying for lesbianism. As a man who d- who did shady shit when right. he was younger, uh, I don't want somebody to file in my daughter. <laughs> sometimes you're kind of like, just be lesbian. Yep. <laughs> the, and, but and but just, to make, just to make light uh, jokes and things, I, I, I don't... Find I, a pretty girl, please. If, if, <laughs> Please. <laughs> James's face. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not ready to lose that life yet. No. It just got good. And, exactly. and, 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 it's gonna keep and part of better. that is selfishness because there are people this year. I heard a, a story of a guy that just retired yesterday, and he died this morning of COVID. 65 years old. Golly. And, like, you remember, you like, you, you see your dad working that fucking hard-ass job yeah. that you and me and him, we don't have. We don't live that life, right? No. We, don't, we don't have no, those hard-ass no, jobs no, that, our like, dads, you know. that our dads have lived. And to know what that must feel like to be like, I, I fucking made it. Here I am, 65. I made it to the end of the tunnel, and now it's give me that check once a month and go fishing. Yeah, exactly. And he don't get to do that. There's, yeah, I am being selfish. Because there's a lot of people that are younger than me. There was a 24-year-old, and I'm 33. There was a 33-year-old that died a couple months ago. Yeah. But I don't want to be them, and, and I, I feel for them. But, uh, yeah, I'm not ready to die yet. And I, I, get, I get where that guy in the hospital you were talking about yeah. is coming from. Yeah. He just, You're not ready. Yeah. He's just like, I'm not. He's like, uh, no, I, I'm not, not here, but I'm not ready. With that being said, yes. so I was scared. And then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, Okay, if what's going on with me is a complication of COVID or, God forbid, some kind of cancer that I have no... Either both of those are something I have no control over, right? Oh, yeah, no. You can't control it. Mm-mm. God forbid I get the call from a doctor. I started thinking about it. God forbid I get the call from a doctor and says, Hey, this is what's going on. We just need to watch you. But we're probably going to give you some kind of time frame, right? Because people do get those calls. They do. And... Mm. And I don't know how I'm going to react in that moment, but I know in the long run, it's like, this is still my life. This is still my life. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care because I'm happy right now. 
And until the moment stops to where my wife is signing some kind of paperwork that says, yeah, that's it, pull the plug, mm-hmm. I'm riding this motherfucker till the wheels fall off, dude. Like, oh, this is to. my life. I'm not going to let it bring me down. I was sad and I was scared when I posted that Facebook post that I posted, but I just, you, you can't be that way. You, you have to, because there's no guarantee that I can't die in a car accident, right? Absolutely. I know that as a paramedic. I've seen that for the last 10 and a half years. Yeah. I know how fragile this bitch is, yes. but I'm not going to, I'm not going to dwell on it. I don't care. They'll call me and I'll be like, okay. Yeah. I feel fine right now. Cause I do. I feel great. So let's drink a beer. And, uh, <laughs> My final question to you, Aaron and James. Mm. This is the last question for predictions of 2021. Uh, Since you guys are sharing a mic now, the first one goes to James. (laughs) Just actually, no, I wanted to go to Aaron first because he hates this shit so much. (laughs) And he knows where I'm going with it. Oh, man. Here we go. 2021. Oh, yeah. We didn't see him in 2020. We got a lot of evidence. Are you, yourself, are you going to see an alien or a UFO this year? I really hope to see a UFO. I really do. Like you want to? Yeah. Fuck yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you hear these reports and you hear I'm like, well, we're, we're right here by Pantex. Come, come on. Fuck. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Like we're, I want that on a T-shirt. We're right here by Pantex. <laughs> Come on, fuck! <laughs> God, I mean, we're we got a fucking air for, uh, air force base over here too. I mean, fuck! Like we're here. Come on! Like I would love to. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, I look for them every night. I go out on my porch. I I mean, it's golly, it'd just be freaking cool. It'd be badass. I, I just I just every night I'm like, and I stare at the sky and I'm like, it's just one of those things. It's like <laughs> you get so curious. As you know, when you're a kid and you you read the stories and comics and all, but then you're an adult, and you're like, "This is shit I've been reading all like since I was a kid." Yeah. Now I'm about to experience like because now everything's so you know techni- Dude, technical and now it's like it's getting there. Like that's what go. I'm saying, right? In the last 365 days, we have had more fed to us than our entire yeah. lifetime. So the question is. Do you think we're you yourself with your own eyes, whether it be on TV because it's over New York on CNN and you're uh, watching it? Do you think you're going to see it? I think I could. I think I will see one. I want. I, I'm ready, man. Like, because shit. I, I mean, I love looking at the sky. I love, like you said, I go outside. I look at the stars. I look at all that stuff. I love it. So pop up, come on. Like you're you're, you're newly single. Maybe they have bigger intergalactic titties, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a blowjob without my mouth. Okay, sounds like a fun. With where, where they where they just like give you the head, yeah, you hold it. Yeah, here, you, here you go. Ugh, I'm done. All right, James. <laughs> Instead of double D's, are gonna be double Z's. I mean, Zetas. Be out of this world. Yeah. <laughs> James. In 2021, in the next 365 days, are you yourself, whether it's on the news or seeing it for real, are you going, what the hell? There's my daughter. Hi. I didn't know y'all were coming over here. Come here. Am I are, going are you to gonna see, see an alien? I, I don't think I'm going to have an encounter with one where I visit, visually can see one within close proximity to, to me. I don't think that's going to happen to me. However, I do think there's going to be some type of cataclysmic event somewhere globally that gets captured on film and it, it will be real and it will be broadcasted 
so everyone can see it and it will be the evidence that so many people are looking for and it will be something that that we'll remember and will go down in history books forever. I think that that could happen this year because of what we experienced last year and how crazy it was and how much we've been revealed over time, especially recently. You know, I, I completely agree with you. She's never been a part of this podcast. My wife just walked in and handed me my, handed me my daughter. Uh, Brianna, we're making our 2021 predictions. And the last question of the podcast is, do you think you will see a alien or UFO in some capacity? Will you see an alien this year? No, because we're not that lucky. <laughs> why? Why do you think so? <laughs> because. Because why? I've never actually witnessed anything. Nobody has, and that's the thing. But you've said, you, there's been so much information thrown out there over the last 365 With days. With how wacky 2020 was, and how I wouldn't wacky put it 2021 past is 2021 off. for there to be some type of situation where we will be revealed something. It's possible probably somewhere else, not in our town, because, again, we're not that lucky. But I'm sure that there's yeah. something going to be out there. Somewhere in the up, world, something's going to happen, yes. and it's going to be broadcast yeah. and that, that's, globally. That's what I told Aaron. I was like, I said, you know, whether you see it on CNN or not, something's going to happen. It's going to be real, and it's, it's going to be hard for people to dispute and uh, refute. It's going to be in your face and extremely bizarre. Ellie, Ellie, what do you think? Can you say anything? <laughs> she said no. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I really think in the next couple of months. And me and James talked about this off podcast. And to end this podcast, I want to talk about something that me and my coworker t- discussed. Um, have you ever heard Aaron like with like uh, the constellations and things like that? We live in the age of Pisces. Have you ever heard that old song uh, that I, I think it was like the 70s or 80s? No, um, it was called it. like The Age of Aquarius. Have you heard that song? You've heard it. I, I, I bet I know. I mean, I bet I heard the song. I just can't remember how it goes. Do you, have you seen the end of 40 Year Old Virgin? There it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. You remember where they're like, uh, it's yes. the dawning oh, of Aquarius. Right. Okay. So basically, what that means, I've got a, I've got a coworker that is into like. Uh, She's into like witchcraft and tarot cards and things like that, but she looks into the constellations and things like mm-hmm. that. And uh, so basically, it was it was always said, you know, because we we view our calendar like the way I'm, I'm trying to figure out the way the solar system works, the way everything works. It, it uh, we're in the age of Pisces, okay. is how where we're at right now. The age of Aquarius is coming up. Um, a lot of uh, symbolism in the Bible says the dawning of the new age, the new ages, eons is how it's described. And um, eon translates to ages, and a lot of that translates to the, the age of Aquarius is what we're heading into. Well, it turns out the age of Aquarius starts in mid-February of 2021. Hmm. So, with hmm. that being said... Did you see the thing that was in the news recently about what was in the little, it was in like the back pages of the stimulus package? No, I didn't. So there's an article inside that bill that was passed and it said, and you can look this, anybody can look this up if you're listening. You can go to the stimulus check you just got. You can go look in that bill that was passed. Actually, this wasn't for this one. This was in the bill for the $2,000 one. And you can go look in those articles, and I think like on page like 47 or something, there's a a page where it states 
the U.S. government must divulge in the next 180 days of all knowledge of extraterrestrials and UFOs. Bring it. So. Bring it, man. With that being said, that would put us in the age of Aquarius. So her way of thinking, my coworker, was that if we go into the age of Aquarius, we are now uh, in a new dawn, a new age. And the crazy thing about it, like Saturn and Jupiter, remember how they were aligned for the first time in 800 years? The age of Aquarius is supposed to push a lot of planets in alignment, and they always say weird shit happens when shit's in alignment. I think something is going to happen significantly. uh, Something of significance is going to happen in the next couple of months. Whether it's aliens, whether it's Christ, I don't know. Something is going to happen in the next couple of months. I'm not saying it's going to be Christ. Uh, We could only be so lucky. Yeah. I don't know. I've got me thinking, man. I'm going to have to look a little bit more on that because I don't know, like, I don't know how to respond or to knowledge. Well, and that was was my face when she was talking to me. But it's interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting. I'm going to have to look some stuff up. It's kind of crazy thinking that we're going into what is called a new age of Aquarius. And the U.S. government said, "Well, you have 180 days to divulge yeah. it." So why why did they give that time frame too? That's yeah, all. That's, that's awfully odd. weird. What do you think about that, James? 180 days, like I don't know, man. It's it's out there. It's bizarre, and I was um, I was researching a little bit into a UFO sighting that happened in 1994 and Joe Rogan had interviewed um, this gentleman. I don't know who he, who he is. I have to go back and look, but they were talking about an incident that happened in 1994 in Zimbabwe, you know, in Southern Africa, close to Mozambique and South Africa. And there were a group of grade school kids who were out on the playground, like about 10 o'clock in the morning. And there were, I think approximately 100 to 200 kids out there playing and they were having, you know, a mid-morning break and a UFO came down, a couple of them, and they landed and and a couple of beings came out. And to this day, these children who are now adults in 1994, they, this has affected their lives. This has been something that they remember from being kids. They all drew pictures of what happened and and what they saw. And now there's a documentary being made about it. I think there could be an event like that happen within the next few months. And I wouldn't put it past 2021 based on what we've experienced in 2020 for something to that nature to occur. Because I mean, it, it's popped up. It's happened here and there throughout history. There have been accounts. There have been eyewitness testimonies, interviews, all types of stuff. But yep. there's not been like one worldwide credible event that people can really look to and say, this is it. This is this is the one event that, that trumps them all and that is authentic and real. There hasn't been one like that. But I do think there could be something similar to what those kids experienced that day. Something broad daylight coming down maybe independence day style i don't know hovering to a point that that we it, it, it's going to be right in our face right in our line of sight and no one can deny it because it's going to be captured by cameras i can give you one right yeah, now i, I can th- spread my butt <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's the unidentified then, yeah, parting object right, you're like oh my life has changed <laughs> 
<laughs> it would change for the worse. Jesus Christ. Um, right. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, James. I think uh, we're going to have something of significance that nobody can deny. That's oh, that's oh. I, I think that's the best way to put it. Um, we've had a event that happened that was of great significance and nobody can die, deny, and that was the entire year of 2020. Ladies yep. and gentlemen, you have listened to the Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode 34, our year in review of 2020. I'm sending us home. My name is Joseph King. Join us next week. And Aaron, thank you for jumping in at the end. Oh, I'm glad I got here. Just, oof, I'm here. All right. Until next time. Let's Peace. See those butt cheeks.